This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 124 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bobbitt podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. Join us tonight, we have... Terence, tear 6161 from a phone page of the podcast at www.celticlumens.co.uk. You can also check out all the links in the podcast to the description below. On tonight's show, we'll have a match reaction of Trophy Day's final victory over Aberdeen. Uh, we look at the season as a whole, uh, ups, downs, lows, whatever you think happened. And we look ahead to next week's Scottish Cup final against Patrick Tistel. Firstly, though, I'll hand off to Mark for a few show notes. It's not Partick Thistle. Well, is it Thistle? Inverness Cali Thistle. Fuck's sake, they're all the same. I can't Dundee. <laughs> <fuck's> <laughs> that's, a, that's a schoolboy error there, boy, man. You know? You'll have, you'll have the wee, the wee the leather patch brig, elbow brigade after, for Glasgow after you for mixing <laughs> that up there. I Patrick Thistle Garner, eh? <laughs> what? I did Garner, they're still around. No, they're still about. I should end the playoffs next week, aren't they? Aye, I'm aye. <laughs> so who are we playing? Inverness, Cali, Inverness, Cali, Tissel. Ah, but they're all the same, shot. We just say it's grand. Come here one day, Paul, and you can walk through Partick Thistle's ground to Cali Thistle's then. I'll see how you fancy doing that. Just Paul says, the links to everything's in the description box below in the video to the forum and the Discord and all that. A few shout-outs to some of the boys in the forum, old Tim Alloy, uh, Richie. Hope you're keeping well, Richie, and listening in. Uh, we John, we joined United Ireland. Speaking to him in text the other day. Uh, guys for the life that's on the chat. The new there, Jabber. Evening, Jabber. Mikey, good to see you in, Mikey. Brian, Mikey Yogo's number one fan there. Brian, isn't he? Don't need to see <laughs> terms. He, He's on here. Bobby, nice to see you again, Bobby, mate. Uh, that's it. Paul just got on with it. Uh, and wanted to put on a show for Celtic and uh, for the Celtic fans and the Celtic team surely did uh, Celtic 5 Aberdeen nil two goals uh, from Kyogo two for O and Starfield uh, making it five it's a first class show and I suppose lads I, I, I said in the live chat uh, yesterday if Celtic played like this uh, every game there'd did, did, did be no team in Scotland Mark that would come near us you know no no I mean, to be honest, Paul, I wasn't expecting much for yesterday's game. Even cracked a joke on Friday night. Who's all going up to her? Who's all going to the 2 2 draw with Aberdeen, the more kind of thing? But that was Celtic. Well, we gave them a lot of stick over the last couple of weeks, but it's, I mean, they butt back big time yesterday. Mm-hmm. See, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think Aberdeen offered much in it at all, to be honest, either, right enough. But I thought Celtic looked really good yesterday for long, long spells of the game, Paul. I think, as well, Terence. Yesterday, what we saw yesterday as well is Yata is more effective on the left, and he's lost on the right. I think. 
Oh yeah, yeah, but the the hundred percent. But the problem is for the Pastor Coglu team. He was he obviously sees it what Moyeda gives him. Moyeda is much more effective on the on on the left, whereas past whereas obviously Jota has a bit more skill set and he's not as effective on the right, but he can still be. He can still play on the right, if you know what I mean. Whereas if you put my aid over there, I, I, I don't even think that's even possible, to be honest. You know, so, yeah, I def- definitely agree with you there. But also, Celtic were so far on the front foot yesterday, Paul, that's, that's ideal for a Jota. Whereas if Celtic are slightly on the back foot, you need a Maeda who's going to track and run all day and track back. So, like in mm-hmm. normal circumstances, I'd imagine if Maeda had been fit, it would have been Maeda on the left, Jot on the right, and obviously Kyogre through the middle. Even though, even though Abada looked like Abada of a couple of months ago, you know, he just got the ball and he just was. Hey, I mean, from the first two or three minutes, you knew, you knew the way the game was going to pan out because they started, like, at a, you know, at a, at a really high tempo, really high pace, and Averine couldn't live with him. Like Hitati was. Fantastic in the middle with some of his runs and the whole like the whole team they just passed the moves the the tempo just was upped four or five notches and the other and everything just couldn't live with them. It just seemed to click again, didn't it? That kind of performance. Be, what we've been watching has just been that kind of know what we're used to seeing. But yesterday it's been back to like what we were we were getting used to seeing on Durange Apart from I mean, as we said, the last few weeks have been a bit tough at times, but. I really, I was impressed the way the players kind of even stood up for themselves after the grief they've got over the last couple of weeks' performances as well. I thought I gave Cal McGregor a wee bit. I didn't think he's shown too well the last couple of games, but I thought he had a great game yesterday as well. Yeah. Hatati, uh, Alistair Johnson again, just shows you kind of how important he is to the team. He was unbelievable. Any word on, on him, or was it kind of more uh, precautionary taking him off, marking that injury yesterday? I've not heard anything, Paul, but I mean, he, walk, he walked off looking all right, so I'd like to think he'll be all right for the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, he said they were both fine, Paul. Pastor mm-hmm. Coglin said that he doesn't think there's anything serious with either, with either of the two of them. So, okay. I'd say I'd say it's a combination of probably a bit of fatigue and uh, after coming back from a few weeks after the, the knock and probably just, I'd say, a little bit more precautionary because well, they're probably training at the time, I'd say. So it was more of a case of like, come on, there's, uh, no, there's uh, no point uh, risking you. Exactly. Uh, another player as well, Mark, who, who, who's getting a bit of a stick and people saying kind of they have their doubts about him. But yesterday he showed, for me, Mark, how a clinical striker he can be for us at 22 years of age. He took his header, direct that header. Oh, that, he, that, he, that was some header, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Hi, you know, Pe- Hi, Peggy. Nice to see you joining us, Peggy. Hope you're keeping well. You know, really was like, Mark, because he was kind of facing the wrong direction. And for him to direct that into the back post with just his butt, I thought that was what was an outstanding I mean, it's that most strikers probably would go for like a down a downwards header for that mm-hmm. for that position. Do you know what I mean? Trying to beat the keeper there, but there, there was, there's no keeper in the world who's got to save that. Mm-hmm. Even, even even this even the second goal, Paul. Why do you watch the second strikers? We want your strikers that, there. Aye, that, inst- you know? that instinct, aye, instinct, that yeah. kind of instinct, mm-hmm. not to stop, anticipating that there's going mm-hmm. to be a bit scrap yeah. coming going back. It's an, and it's that's all it is. He might do that. 10 or 12 times and it might never come off and he'll do that he'll keep doing it and keep doing it and when it does happen he scores and I, I saw a stat and I, I, I've seen people slating him like you're saying Paul but like people I can remember when 
Giacomakis came in in the first four or five games he played and he was pretty poor. And you remember when he missed the penalty against Livingston to, for Celtic to win the game at home? I think they drew one all or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people doubting him. Oh, I, I saw this too today. Oh has played something like 581 minutes and he scored seven goals. So basically they were saying it's something like a goal every 80 minutes. So like how can how can people be critical of a guy who comes who's who's played five hundred and eighty odd minutes or something like that of this eighty one minutes think scored seven goals which is one goal in every 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 eighty minutes like so you know what I mean the guy like like he's been because he's missed a chance against Rangers he's been written off like it's like Carl it's like Carl Starfield because the first game against Hearts he's still held accountable since then like. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If 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 a guy has seven, if a guy has a goal in every eighty minutes, when he's coming on, and he's and you have to remember, he's coming on majority of times. He's coming on in bit part player, like he's not coming on. He, okay, he started against Rangers, but a lot of times he might be coming on for the last ten minutes. Do you know? I I mean he's only he's only twenty two. To me, I think he's, he looks a fine player. Evening, James, James, evening, James McGrory. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Nice to see you. Uh, six trophies for Celtic as a club overall. If we win next week, good times to be a team. Yeah, really is, Mark. No, we, we don't take anything for granted, but next week, like anything can happen. But you know, this, as, as I said there in the full podcast below, like this is a domination from, from Celtic uh, in the SBL. And, Long way continue. Well, definitely. I mean, as you said, Paul, nothing's a given in the cup finals. We saw that under Ronnie against the same the same team. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but it's the same, same old, same old, Paul. If Celtic turn up, they'll win. That's the, that's really the, the. I mean, it's a championship team for a start, Paul. So you've got to. I mean, Celtic. Probably Celtic beat a bookies for that kind of thing. Tells. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, they'd be. Probably twenty to one on it. Uh, you know yeah, I, I, I don't bet, but I imagine the odds are enormous. Like for Celtic to to, to not win that game. Like I mean, because I think even Cali Thistle, I think they're like fifth or sixth in the in the championship or something. Uh, they're not, you know, so they're even mid table in that. So I'd I'd say like it's it, this is a David and Goliath game if you ever wanted to put it down that way. But uh, it, just, it, it, it could turn ugly for Cali Thistle. Do you know what I mean? If Celtic get. Celtic turn up and play the, the way see if Celtic play turn up next weekend next Saturday and play the way they did yesterday yeah. it, it could be a it could be a record score for a Scottish Cup final if Celtic can score early it'll make a huge difference that's the biggest thing because obviously you'll assume that Kelly Tiss will, will go up to, def, to defend but the longer the longer it goes on if Celtic haven't scored the more the more obviously confident they'll become from you know, they'll be looking at corners or set pieces because let's be fair about it. From the corners, we've got no and set pieces, there's no Carter Vickers, there's only Starfield. Awat obviously played there yesterday. Like Awat is five foot ten. You can't have I, a five foot ten centre back like I thought Awat had a decent enough game yesterday. Yeah, to he, 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 did, he, did much, he spent that much in the front fit, he wasn't tested much defensively. No, he 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 had a fine game, Mark. But he's to me, he's more of a uh, holding midfielder. But uh, I'm saying, if you look, if you looked at him, if you looked at Kobayashi against Rangers, and and then there was obviously Hearts and Awata played centre back there, and then even against uh, Hibernian, they were they like the the centre half. They were struggling. 
like you know struggling so like it's easy on the it's easy on the front foot but I'd be just wary of say pieces and corners for the likes of, that's what obviously I imagine that Kelly Tessa will be banking on because like uh, start, like looking I was looking looking through the Celtic side there's very very few players in the Celtic team that are that are six footer over very mm-hmm. there's, there's like Starfield obviously Vickers he's not going to be playing Kobayashi, he'd probably play, but he's been having an absolute horror of a time, so he's probably going to go with a water. He's only five foot ten. O'Reilly in mi- O'Reilly in midfield, and other than other than that, I I don't think anyone else in the team is six foot. I, I, Joe Hart, with the exception, obviously the keeper, but I don't, none of the none of the fullbacks are. No, no, McGregor isn't. J- Jota isn't. Kyogo isn't. Moyeda isn't. So it's 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 quite a small side, like in height wise. You know that's something I'd, I I look I just had to look there the other day and very few six footers O'Reilly if he plays obviously O'Reilly and probably Starfield are the two biggest with the exception of obviously Joe Hart like yeah it's a very small uh, team as well I uh, I think I mean what you're saying there terms I think as well it's, it'll be I mean I couldn't tell, I couldn't even probably name you a Cali Thistle player but I'd imagine they're going to be a typical big burly. Do you know what I mean? A big physical burly side. But their their main their main strikers out. I heard that their their main striker, their main guy who plays up front for them, who would be obviously a big enough guy. I think he's apparently he's out. He won't. He's out for the final. This is what this is what it hurts. I was listening to that. Could have been that go radio thing or something, and they were saying that the they said the forward is out for the final. So, but but I but I imagine they'll have someone else that'll do the, do a job, Mark, because they know. If you look at, if you look at the way any of the teams that have disrupted Celtic, St. Mirren, for example, like during the league, it was that Curtis Main and their other big guy. You know, that, that's the way that they, they look at the only way they can target Celtic. They're not going to be able to play Celtic football because that's, that's, going, oh, to end, yeah. that's going to end horribly bad, horribly from, you know what I mean? So, that, 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 I mean, that is a... But we caught, but we caught a weakness in Angie's team, and we keep so talking about it. And it is kind of the physical side of the game when they come oh, up against team. these kind of these kind of big, heavy, heavy attacking players, which kind of struggle with, especially mm. without Carter Vickers in the team. Yeah, but as I said, look at what look at what Curtis Main done two weeks ago. Like a was playing, a was playing centre back. Curtis Main, I don't know the height of him, but he, I mean, he looks like he's a six foot, probably. Six foot, six foot one guy. Like, like you, you can't have a five, a five foot ten guy. Fair enough for this final or whatever. Yesterday, might get away with it. Like, I don't know. You can't have a five foot ten centre back like in modern day football. You know what I mean? Most, more in, you know, he like they're normally a mid, a mid, a midfield or something. That's only my opinion. I think to have a five foot ten centre back, unless it's Barese, you know what I mean? You're not going to get away with it. Like, I don't know. Would he? Could he throw a big bombshell mark on Joe Welch? And did he was back in the bench last week, uh, yesterday? Uh, well, he might do. I mean, was was Welch injured? He was injured, yeah. He definitely was. Injured. was. I see. Yeah. I get to that, and then a couple of people says that he wasn't injured. No, he was injured. Thought, yeah, he, he's uh, back, he was back was, in the bench yesterday. Uh, but so was so so secret, which was funny. That uh, that was. If that Bean's performance, well, I heard no. Well, I I heard um, that there was a, a big, huge um, bust up between Seabus and Stevie Woods. 
Toby tell you this? No, through the Toby vein. He said it was a bus stop between Seagrass uh, and um, and Woods. No, I don't mean he, he's been fit he since the start of March. Seagrass, he's been back training and everything since the start of March. And just not yeah. been getting into the squad. No, I think it was kind of something marked down the line as as with. Uh, with Julie, that they were saying he was fist and he said he wasn't fist, that kind of a thing. Right. You know? And that's why he hasn't been in the squads. You know? But I, I just thought it was maybe because Bain's, I mean, after Bain's performance, I mean, imagine Hart had got injured and Bain did have to come on yesterday. It could have been a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare because maybe we've gave Aberdeen a bit more of a, a kind of oomph. Do you know what I mean? So I, mean, I would be too surprised if we if, if I actually saw Seagrass going out uh, in January in, in, in the summer, Mark the Guns. Oh, I think so with, as well. Paul. With Bain, with Bain getting this new contract, like, like I, I, I think the only reason Bain has got this new contract is because of the, the homegrown players, Mark, because uh, the Champions League thing. Plus, you need to name you need to name two keepers on your bench in that now, didn't you? But but in, in that regards as well, it, like I saw that it's funny, like like Celtic have five keepers. Well, how will be out anyway this this year as well because his contract is up. Well, well, at the minute, but at the minute they have they yeah. have obviously Hart, Seagrass, Bain. Hazard and Barkas coming back, so mm -hmm. they have five keepers, like in in their their squad. I, I I obviously I don't know I don't know what stories. Obviously, if you said that that Hazard, but someone but someone said that Hazard signed a new contract after the they won the was it the fourth quadruple or the the, the fourth treble? The, yeah, under, the it, was, it was yeah no it it, it was only. Uh, Kind of a year extension that was activated onto his order okay. contract terms, so that's actually right. off this 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 year. Okay, well that's fair enough. But but you've still got you're still got going to have four keepers there, because yeah. obviously Barkas is going to come back. I unless there's a a deal done to get rid of him. So you know you're there's definitely going to have to be one or at least one, if not two, going. You you would have well, certainly one going anyway. Well, the way, the, I don't, the, I don't the, the Barcastle, way, Barcastle move on. Yeah, I think as well, Mark, uh, with, with, with Barcastle as well, um, he kind of burnt his bridges as well when he went over saying things about the club. When he signed, uh, when he went out alone, he kind of... Oh, he slated him. Gave it, yeah, kind of gave it was, a bad I, image, like, didn't he? You know? I, yeah. I think he just gave it... I, it, I'm, it depends how you take it, Paul. Because you know, just actually talking about just... Mary's his actual full experience coming out here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, even if it, you've got to understand it for the point, look at it from his point of view. All he really said was he went there and things didn't work out, he didn't feel party things. But you've got to mean this is the COVID season. It's a new Lenin, the new Lenin season. We're chasing 10 and a Well, I kind of, Mark, as well. I kind of, there. I kind of blame Lenin as well for the, the whole Barker situation because. One week you had Neil Lennon coming out saying Barkas was his number one, and then the next week he's dropped. Do you know? And then it's been. Uh, aye, aye, aye. You know, there was no consistency there with the keepers. You know, and as he said there, like it, it was the whole, the whole um, 
Just everything, just everything about like. it, Paul. Just everything about it. I mean, it must yeah. have been really, it must have been really hard for any player to come in then, because you're no, you you can't you can't go and get a, go and get a game of golf. That puts players day to kind of mingle mm. and get to know each other. That's kind of one of the things I've got in common. They all kind of play golf. Or, but there was none of that. They couldn't meet up and get to know each other and things like that. And I don't. I mean, don't get us wrong. I don't think Barkas has got any future at Celtic at all. But for me, he's not. He's, he's not. He didn't turn into a bad keeper. We've done, oh. we've done plenty of scouting on him. He's done mm. well there. Uh, uh, I, I keep the devil for me and back with him, Mark. I, do I, do I don't. I don't think we I, I mean, that team is that they've said they can't afford the deal. Whether that's Celtic's fee, whether it's the, like pay, if they were going to be paying all his wages and stuff like that, I don't know. But Celtic, they'll probably lose some money on the deal. But it's not going to be any. But it's not as if they're going to free him or sell him for a million pound or that. That's not, that's just not going to happen because I keep saying it. But look at Chris Sutton the year he went to Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? It was worst. Just sometimes moves don't turn out for players, and I think that's just just the way it's went for Barkas. I, I, I said this as well when he did go out and loan. We'll end up seeing the next couple of years. We'll end up playing a team. And Barkas, and Barkas, yeah. aye, and Barkas will be in goal for them, and it will be a pure world. Did they do that to us in the Europa League? Didn't they? He, he was getting yeah. a flapper. Did they can he freaking bang two goals against us? He did, yeah. You mean that? But he played with Malmo or something, like Berg oh. or Berg or something like that, yeah. Uh, but isn't it what just how true it is? I don't know. You might know more than I do on this, but there was reports that. Barkas was was would be potentially involved in a in a in a bargain of a Celtic looking for apparently one of their players. Was it is he uh, new track or something like that? Uh, the striker, the Greek striker, yeah. but it, well it's meant to be they're looking for well it's twelve million euros. What's that in what's that in pounds? About ten million pounds. But, but if you but if you say if you say Barkas then it's worth four million or for whatever. Then you get your, you say, well, we'll give you Barkas and seven million Freeman. But, but then turn say this guy's earlier. I think he's the top goal scorer in Holland this season. What 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 Celtic go to offer him? Fighting all for a place in the bench. Oh, I, I I understand I understand that, but the last guy I know because obviously the last guy who's the top scorer in, in the Dutch in the Dutch uh, league I, I, came over and left as well, and I I under I get that. Um. But but I suppose Mark the, the the only thing that they can say I, I whatever Pastacoglu says I don't know but whether he's whether he's going to go to listen I do a lot of rotation but you'll be get you'll definitely be getting minutes there's definitely rotation because I need three strikers we're going to be playing sixty plus games whatever it is and if you can sell it a certain way and he wants to come great if he doesn't oh. and he wants to be wants to play every week then he probably stays where he does. You know what I mean? No, I think he'll be moving the way the way people are raving about him, I and mean, I, I, here he is. He's a cracking player. I know. It, it, I've watched it, videos of him and stuff like that. He, he, if, it's just, uh, if it's just me as well, but I'd like to see Celtic sign more European players rather than hundred percent go into the Asian market again, Terence. You know, you said no, I, in the live yeah. as well yesterday. You know, even the stoned out outlaw, nice to. See, inmate, thanks for joining us. Oh, I fully agree with you there, Paul. I fully agree with you there, Paul, because I, I, sorry, Mark, I fully agree with you there as well, Paul, because 
I, I just, I just be wary if you get top heavy in one side. Like if, if, and Mark had mentioned it, and I know Michael, that if there was a, a, a the national team were playing and they'd play different types of the European football mm-hmm. national teams, that you could have six or seven or eight Japanese fellas or South Korean or whatever all gone off together. And to be honest, like some of the boys have come in and have looked very well. Some of them, to me, like I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably quite now shouting down the nose, wrong fella. But I don't think Kobayashi looks looks any good. I really don't as a centre back. For I don't think he looks good because you need to be physical in Scotland, and he just doesn't look like he's got that about. Now I could be wrong, and maybe he'll prove me down the line. But I'd much rather if Celtic were looking for a centre forward. And I think it was even discussed in the live chat that they went and looked for a, a Kevin Nisbet. A home, a home, as they call it, a homegrown player, a guy, a guy, a guy within the, like, or some guy even in the, the championship in England or something like that. Some guy, or, you know, it's just, I wouldn't like it to be top heavy with a load of Japanese players because Mm -hmm. I just, I just, I think you need, I think you need a good balance. But I think at the minute, like, Selic was it seven or eight? Is it Japanese players? To me, that's, that, that, to me, that I, I find I think that's enough. I'd rather than go and try and get a, a, a good solid hole in midfielder. Like I, I think Awad is good at it, but a, a solid European boy. Like they need a bit of size. As I keep saying, it Celtic's team is very very small. Very in height wise. When I said it, when I looked at it, you know, I'd rather than get a couple of you know bigger guys, maybe European guys or guys within the UK, even if it was in the Championship or. A, Kevin Nesbitt is another striker that might come. Something like that. Because also it's a homegrown rule as well, you have to remember as well. I was talking to one, see after we were talking about Nesbitt on the live chat yesterday, I was just talking to one of the old boys at chapel about him last night, and he he, he brought up a good point, and he said, look at Lee Griffiths. And maybe, I know, but maybe Nesbitt, I mean Nesbitt, he he seems to have a a, a wee bit of swagger about him in that. Even sitting, uh, signing for Celtic, he would, would he just take a chance? I mean, he's, he's out of contract, isn't he? Yes, yeah. So Celtic could make him a, a good offer, but probably a lot more money than he maybe get even doing in England, to be honest. Right? Even as a, like, sitting as you're kind of fighting over the backup slot. But would, would he enjoy swaggering about, swaggering about Glasgow as a Celtic player? Getting all, oh, geez, 40s, geez. Do you know what I mean? Autographs, would that attract a guy, a player looking as? But I know that's my no, we're looking for in a player, but he's as a player that could could do a job for us in a certain t- certain games and stuff like that. But he, he scores goals. Oh, he aye, sco- definitely, yeah. Aye. And if he, and if he can, with the greatest respect to the guy, if he can score goals for Hibs, if you're worth any kind of half half decent striker for Celtic, should score a hat full of hat full of goals. The amount of chances that Celtic create. So if a guy like Nesbitt is banging in goals for the likes of the likes of Hibbs, he he would get a hatful of chances if he played for Celtic, and he would he would score goals, no question about Aye. it. Even see coming off the back of like a Champions League midweek game, right? Kyogo's ran his melt in, always came on for the last twenty minutes or whatever. Come the come the weekend is against the majority of teams in Scotland. We could start Leo. And Nisbet in the bench and Kyogo could get a rest that week. 
you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that, and then even even and that's only, that's the Champions League. That's taking us up to like your kind of Christmas break. Hopefully, we've got European football after Christmas, so you can use the same thing. So I mean, if you look at it that way, I mean, I've always I, I, I keep saying it, keep saying it. The third striker should be like a young boy from our back, but like we're in youth team or a mere experienced guy coming to the end of his career, ready to just wait and take any scraps of time that he gets. But maybe with the kind of right rotation, if if we get extend, an extended run in Europe, there is a plenty of game time to keep three good, good maybe good strikers, giving them plenty of game time and keeping them happy. Well, plus, Mark, there's the other side of it. There's no bedding in. There's no settling. He knows exactly what what what's expected up there. He's played in the 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 Edinburgh derby. He knows Celtic like the back of his hand. Like like you could, if for argument's say Kyle goes injured and it was you could stick him in if it was a Glasgow derby, and you'd know what to expect from him. Do you know what I mean? I, I, you, you know that it would be gained 100, 110% out there. Do you know what I mean? You know what it means to the club and the fan. It, it could yeah. be a kind of Lee Griffiths type of signing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he'd be, he know, he'd know exactly if he was signing and he, you know, next week again, Kyogre was out injured and he wasn't sure about whether Rose was going to start or not. And he says, starting his bit up front against Rangers. He'd know, like, and he's a, like, he's a, he's a decent set to forward. He can hold the ball up. He can, he's bullied. You know, centre backs, and he he know he know what it means. Rather than if you're getting a guy, if it was from say Japan or something like that again, and there is, I said, they're trying to bait him in, and they're already half through their season over there, and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I having a guy like a Kevin Nisbet, if you could get him to come in, to me would be would be ideal. He said, and he's, a, I said, it's a homegrown guy. He might he might jump at the chance like that. <laughs> One thing's for sure is anyways we won't be like uh runners up FC uh signing picking free agents from uh, from Norwich. That's what their 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 scouting team seems to be be doing now is scouting Norwich free agents. Uh next season they're gonna be bringing out an action figure from TikTok Plan Tom comes complete with a, a dancing video with teenage girls. Uh, and I need to, 32 minutes to mention, but go on. Yeah, oh, I have to bring it up. I fucking <laughs> wait, hold on, Paul, before you go on around. Evening, you, Deep. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice you to know, see you, but, bud. But, but, like, I, I, I agree, Gene Naismith, but the thing that's getting me is I just can't see Ange doing it. I, I actually don't see Ange going into the Scottish market. I, I, I don't know, is it just me or my Biased towards the Scottish team at the moment. No, but see that, and... Paul, is that no, is that. But I think we have to, Matt, because of the uh, homegrown. We're going, to have, we're going to have to buy some yeah. homegrown players. Aye. But even the. I mean, it's not a, it's not a put down on Ange, is it? Maybe sometimes because he's. I don't know how to put it. Well, really, if you're looking. These, manage, these managers would rather. Or look, he's brought in this guy for so and so, and he's turned him into this player that nobody's heard of. Rather just bringing in like a like journeyman that we kind of we, we need for even to meet the rules for Europe. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've thought right, I'd seen this, but I've been one hour with all the guys that have been on about him. Right, if we could, if that could be done in a, especially in a free transfer, that would be fantastic. Well, like I look at his pace as well, Mark. Like you keep uh, really to a Celtic play. The young you boy know. for Hearts Terrence, you like him as well. Is it Devlin? Devlin? Uh, yeah, I, I like him. He's serious. Uh, yeah. And there's a young boy for St Myrna as well. 
O'Hara. I'm telling you that there's uh, a fight. I, 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 like I, I like him as well. I think he's a good player. Like especially, especially, he's a right back. I think he plays right back as well. Especially the fact that if, as much as I like Anthony Ralston, if he's if he has fallen back to the old Anthony Ralston, you'd worry if Johnson got injured because when he did come back in, he uh, Ralston has really really struggled. Whereas I went, I thought that O'Hara, and I, I could be wrong if he's a right back, but I thought he was. He any time he's played against Celtic, he's looked he's looked tidy, he's looked decent. If that's the right guy, I'm thinking of, you know. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, I, I know maybe, but I'm hoping that O'Hara is Scottish. But I mean, I know that Devlin isn't he? Isn't he Scottish? He's, he's Australian. He's a, I, but Devlin, I know he's Australian. He's a, so I, I'm yeah. just obviously aware of him, but even though he's, I'm still, we're talking about players that are in Scotland that we kind of fancy. I mean, that Duke for Aberdeen, I see some Doke. Bobby it is. Duke. Doke is this? Yeah, I, 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 I wanting, like him. Eight million. I, I mean, they're not going to get that, but they'll get a few million and they're entitled to ask for that. I've said that for years. Scottish teams, no Celtic or Rangers, but the teams lowering us. I've, I've, they've been ripped off for years with young, with young, young good players that they've, they've got. Going to like England and stuff like that because they just, oh, we need to just get as much, as much money as we want. It's about 10 teams like Aberdeen and places, Hearts and that were demanding decent money. The same as Celtic or Rangers, just because they're coming for Celtic and winning cups and that, aye, that's going to add on your crazy kind of values like we did for Tierney and day kind of things. But why should they, Aberdeen no ask for 8 million for him? They maybe no get it, but they're, they're quite entitled to ask. Mm-hmm. But but again, Mark, if that's a person that Celtic were inquiring about, I don't know if they were. But if they were inquiring about him, again, there's the Liam Scales situation. Can Liam Scales not become a bargaining situation tool in that and going? Mm. Right, Liam Scales is here. We're happy enough for Liam to say we'll give you X amount and Liam Scales. You know, and you you, you can work you can work around it that way because. Like, let's be fair about it. Liam Scales coming back to Celtic, he'll be going straight back out on loan somewhere. Probably back to Aberdeen again because I, 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 I can't see him. Like, well done to Barry Robson with Aberdeen, in fairness to him. You know? oh, he's, done a, he's done a great job great there, Paul. Great job there, didn't he? In fairness to him. Absolutely. Really, really, and really, really, really. Honest, I'm delighted for him because I like right. Barry Robson. Really, mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, he, he's a kind of midfielder that you'd like at the minute. Oh, what I'm saying is, is that he's the kind of fella when him and Hartley were in the middle with that mm-hmm. serious bite like they mightn't have been the most they were they were tidy on the ball. They were decent at whatever they were able to do, but by God, they were they'd they'd mix it as I said I as I posted on the yesterday in the forum. I'll never forget that derby where Celtic had to win and after about thirty seconds Robson absolutely clattered into that full of daily. Mm-hmm. No, it probably would have been a probably wouldn't have been a set could have been a sending off in today's football or whatever, but he absolutely buried him nearly with an elbow into the back of the head mm-hmm. and it set the tempo of the game for the whole way. Like but I, I liked Barry Robson as a as a player for Celtic in the mid in the middle of the park. I don't know Derek, as well, uh, did did any of you see yesterday uh, after the St. Mirren game at Rangers when when Beal was giving his post match team up in the big screen it was Celtic lifting the cup. <laughs> uh, I know I saw pictures of that I yeah, it's fucking brilliant, like brilliant. The season as a whole, lads. So we we finished off uh, ninety nine points. Uh, I think it was was it one hundred and fourteen goals. I think we finished it. I think. Yeah. You know, but there's one thing you can say about Ange's uh, Celtic team is like 
there's goals and, and there's goals around the whole team, Terence, you know, from midfield to, you know, we we, we do score goals is what I'm trying to say. Like, and that amount of goals, yeah. I think, is unbelievable, you know. Oh, and that, that, but that's that's the sign of a good side as well, though, Paul. Where where the goals are shipped around, and you're not you're not predominantly relying on one guy because when that one guy either doesn't score or gets injured, you're you're screwed. But like from midfield upwards, do you know any any of the guys could score? I mean, Abad has scored, Jot has scored, Kyogo, Giacomakis, obviously. Oh, do you know he, McGregor scored a couple of important goals this season. You know, so Patat has scored a couple of great goals. You know, so the goals have come from all around, the, all around the team. And as you said, there's one or two from the defenders as well, as you said. But that that when you when you've got when you've got a situation where you've got uh, like players, or you've got two or three players in the team, and a couple of them, and they're all double figures. It it makes life very easy for the side. You know what I mean? You're not relying on just one guy to do the job for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, no, I agree totally, Mark. Like that's there's. The, the, we saw last season when Kyogre and Jay Mark was in a bad and Yasha stepped up and it's good to have these authorities right that there is goals throughout the, the squad in this you know aye aye definitely I, I mean I still think a few for midfield could chip in me somewhere but I mean they're getting spread about quite well mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to look deal with all these comments in that the new poll yeah well I guess you want to read them out, or? Oh, I've just sorting out the live chat and putting in links for the other couple of guys' channels and that to get subscribers up for them. You know, because we're that big and we can just put uh, my fingers. The, the, the season as a whole, Terence. Uh, it's you. fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't you can't, you can't argue with it. I mean, low, low, well, not low points, but I mean, I, I don't. The last. The games when the league was one to two or three games, yeah, poor poor performance against Rangers and the other two games. To be honest, I can you can ex- you expect that that happens in most champions, most sides that win win the leagues. Um, but all through that aside, all through the season they were fantastic. The Champions League was probably the only disappointing uh, part. Paul after after the great start. A great for ninety, say sixty minutes against Real Madrid, and then the performance away against um, Shakhtar, where they probably should have won. The rest of that was 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 a disappointment for me. All right, but overall, I mean, how can you argue two two trophies in the cabinet, um, two uh, you know back to back leagues, and in the Scottish Cup final going for potentially uh, you know an an eighth treble world record. So. The guy hasn't done too much wrong, to be fair, you know. Mm-hmm. Yourself, Mark? I agree with that. I totally agree with everything Terms said there. I mean, Europe was a bit of a disappointment, but there was a there was a lot of good points to take out of it. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a fine margins, Paul. I mean, a bad against Real Madrid. Yeah. The early, I mean, if that went in, who knows? Was uh, McGregor hot the hot the board? Do you know what I mean? It was kind of fine margins. And I mean, I'm not putting. I'm not saying we need to replace these particular players for they missing their chances or whatever. But it's like just take. But not that far away. For I'm being able to at least hold our own. I don't think. 
Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is the learn. A couple of new players. I that's how players learn the lesson. A couple of players with a wee bit of higher quality and a, just a wee tweak of the tactics could make all the difference for us. I think as well, you know, looking at the season and like one thing that kind of kind of pissed me off throughout the season with with, with the, not so much and but the players themselves is. Is what we can see what they can do, particularly yesterday, right? And then we we, we turn up the games market with this slow tempo that Ange doesn't want. You know, and I, and I think that's the one thing that kind of really gets well, me mean, frustrated. I, I know we I, end up winning the games, but they're they're really tight games. Denmark as well, one nil wins, and you and you at the end of the game you're freaking biting your teeth. So, but you, you can, you, I mean, but you can tell that Ange isn't happy with. His yeah, that's ball. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. Aye, that's the kind of. I mean, it's the manager, the manager, and the coaches. You know, they can only actually do so much. Mm-hmm. Once the players step out of that line, the only the only choice managers has got is changing players or making substitutions or. Do you know what I mean? Make, changing the tactics on the pitch or whatever, but you can't actually change. A, 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 nobody see effort as if the players only bother, but the players' performance, you can't, you can't go, go in the park and stick a boot up their ass and say, you're yeah. running quicker, chase them down quicker. You can just shout at them and hope that it works. And sometimes it doesn't. But, but, I, mean, but, I, but I don't think, I don't think though, Paul, that even the best sides that have ever played. Would have would have a season where every single game their the intensity level or whatever is at is at the optimum peak like yesterday. I but I understand your point, but the the problem is there's going to be dips and lulls. Players are going to have dips and lulls themselves, so that's going to obviously eke into the performance. The opposition in a lot of cases, even when the opposition were at home, the Aberdeen game in particular when McGregor scored near the end, like Aberdeen didn't even have a shot on goal. Aberdeen didn't even try to come out to play football that day, so like I you I under you I understand your what you're saying and it's a very fair point, but sometimes there are certain factors that come into it that kind of dictated like where you get opposite the opposition at home who basically have decided right we have no intention of hardly getting outside our own box let alone getting any further than that, and that can be very difficult to try. The way Ange wants Celtic to play is continually pass through. But if you've that's got so many defenders back, it's very, very hard that's, to do though. That's what I'm. That, that's that, that's that's what I'm saying is that when teams kind of sit back, Celtic players, all, all, all we kind of do is kind of go back to the way Blended Rogers or Neil Lennon played. You get me? The slow tempo football, passing the back side to side, or you know, I don't know, I don't know, like this seems to be kind of fast pass and trying to get the ball through or something like you know. No, see, I, th- I, no, I totally agree with you on that, Paul. I think it should be merely trying to, especially, I mean, see, yesterday, I, I was what, actually watched the game on Sky, so was, that's why I didn't say much about the goals we're going in case I bitched the live chat, but... I mean, like that crossed no, the ball they showed, no, but they should, no, but they, but they should see the amount, of, the amount of times they showed, like, Hattati's passing through, passing through the midfield, exactly. through their midfield in defence. That should be the passes we're trying when we're coming up against the team. Yeah, exactly. I, th- but I think that coaches and managers, I mean, I don't get these guys who are a lot more about further than me, but it seems to be a kind of tactic that if you do that, they're, they're trying to draw the, draw the opposition out. But it doesn't, it that maybe happened, Paul, when you're playing like evenly matched teams, like if you're doing in the pub league. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where they're like, mm-hmm. 
attacked. They, and they they're happy to take the fight. Uh, like uh, that's exactly the These yeah. teams are quite happy to just sit and do that for yeah. 90 minutes. That's, I think that's the kind of difference. You know, but is it? No, I don't know. But like Celtic Park, if you look at Celtic Park, it looks like a, a wide pitch. It looks like a wide pitch made to play football. Mm-hmm. When you look at, I don't know, but when you look at some of the other grounds and you look at some of the other pitches, they they just they don't look as they don't look as wide. They look like they're yeah. a lot a lot narrower. That the space is in there. You remind me of um, so a lot of the sp- pitches, Terence, in um, Scottish football. Remind me of Tonnes Cross. It's a very narrow, narrow pitch, and there's not much kind of room at the side, you know. Yeah, and like there, there, there's obviously there's obviously a minimum and maximum width. Like so, teams might decide. You might have a team that's playing Celtic, and there is no issue with them if they if they reduce minimize the pitch. If if like I'm not saying they do do it, but it, there wouldn't be. It wouldn't put it past any team to, no, to make it to make yeah. it narrower. You uh, know, to teams used to do that. It was quite. It was actually quite a common thing. But I think, see, with the regulations of the pitches now, Terence, I don't think it's. I don't think you can do that as much as like as as effectively as they used to. Yeah. I can remember there was a big kick up. Uh, I can't get back probably to the nineties now. Uh, that Rangers done it for a Champions League game or something like that. And there was a right big kick up like across yeah. U- headlines of Europe that Rangers had kind of used this kind of loophole. Aye, this kind of loophole, do you know what I mean? But No, I don't know, but like the quality of the pitches could come, come into it as well. They could be a factor. Um, you know, play, play, playing, on, playing on two plastic pitches that have no place in any professional football league. You know, certain things. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I understand what you're saying, Paul, and you're right. I've said it here as well that there's times that Celtic pass it over and back like you're saying they, they need to move it quicker. But you always find that if Celtic scored a, first, a goal within the first five or ten minutes in a game, certainly in the first ten or fifteen minutes in a game anyway, the opposition has to come out. And there's always there's always a chance that Celtic's play then all of a sudden comes back more quicker because there's a bit more space there. Mm-hmm. I suppose as well in, in this season as well, uh, we, we, we can't forget about Taylor's uh, comments to Morelos. Uh, Joshua Hall, fat boy. I think that was a highlight of the season. You know, uh, but what would be your 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 favourite um, starting lineup throughout the season that you saw the players in, Terence? Um. Well, obviously, Hart, Hart, Taylor, Vickers, Starfield, Johnson, um, Kyogo. Or sorry, I tap him, McGregor. Probably probably O'Reilly. Um I would, <laughs> I would I would say I would say Maeda on the left, Jata, Jata and uh Kyogo. They would they would they would be my my starting side. Obviously I know you might want uh Jata on the left, but I'm just saying that would be my team that no, I would I think would be the best team. To, to uh, you being, well, I suppose you can't complain, Mark, with that, can you? No, that'd be my team as well. I don't, I mean, don't know if anybody in the chat get anybody any different versions of that. I mean, that would definitely be my team as well. No, I'm, inclu- I'm including this, like that. If Gio Kamakis, I'm including Gio Kamakis and I'm including Juranovic, I'd still have, I'd still have uh, AJ ahead of Juranovic, uh, no question no, about def- it. Oh, definitely, I 100%. 
Mm-hmm. Is there any way Martin O'Neill's going to take a Celtic job? Just because he's trying to... I mean, even doing it, just, we're talking about fans, but do you think Anne's going to Spurs? First of all, I'll say, right, I put it up on the Discord and said to, I don't know if I said to you, Terry, I said to Paul, but if you asked Ed too about it, and according to him, Spurs are going to offer somebody the job and if he doesn't take it, their attention's got to turn to Ange. There's no really been anything. There's no. There's been kind of be well, be murmurings in that, but there's been nothing official. He's no spoke to Spurs, and as far as I know, yeah. his agent, his agents, no spoke to Spurs, and that's where the, that's where it comes in. Apparently, what they were saying is that apparently it's the Feyenoord manager or someone like that they've no, approached, and, and, and he, he's turned it down. Nah, well, yeah. As someone has rightly said, Paul, like. There's there, Postacoglu has a good relationship and a good, in a sense, running of what he wants to do with with um, with Michael Nichols. From all from all the outs from an outsider looking in, if you ask anyone, the chairman is the main man in Spurs. Dan Levy is supposed to be very hard to work with. You look at mm-hmm. you look at the likes of Mourinho, you look at the likes of Mourinho, you look at the likes of Conte, you look at the likes of all the managers that have gone through there. In, in in the last in the last number of years. You know what I mean? So I mean like like they're they're with the greatest respects, they were they're big name managers. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't de- they couldn't deal with this guy. What like does, does Pasta Cogley want to leave a team that's in the Champions League where a club that loves him and the fans love him and basically he seems to in it within Celtics re- remit get whatever he basically requires, or go to a club that aren't in the Champions League. And in let's let's be fair, if he loses, if he lost three or four out of the first five or six games, he'd be fired. They'd be they'd be going. What are we doing? Bringing this fella down from Scotland? Uh, it probably it, see if they brought in. I mean, see if they brought in somebody like Frank Lampard. He'd probably get longer than Angewood. He would have because it's an empty. He's got one of the worst records as a manager in football, that Frank Lampard. Yeah, but he's, he's but it's an It's just there's a snobbery, you see, Mark. There's there's, there's, it, there's a snobbery there in the basis of someone from Scotland going down to England. Scotland, whether it's a manager or a player, you'd be kind of rude. Like, like, if, like put it like this Rogers was offered the Leicester job. He wasn't offered, he wasn't offered, uh, a higher team than Leicester. He wasn't offered at Chelsea. And, and or he a many already managed Liverpool, mind. And and he nearly won. He nearly won the league with him. So he wasn't mar- offered an Arsenal job or a Chelsea job. And some of those jobs were they weren't. I think they, they might have been there thereabouts available. He was offered Leicester, which is pretty pretty mid table job for a guy who nearly won the league. So like, if Pastacoglu goes in, if Pastacoglu decides he wants to go to Spurs and he goes. If if he if he has a, a mayor of a start, they'll be wanting him out the door in five seconds. In five right. seconds, they want you know. So I mean, and he and where he's like, I mean, he's he's living his dream now. Is it Celtic? He's playing football. He wants to play. He's he has Champions League. Does he really want to walk away from Champions League to go down and play that? That's what he has to ask himself. It's not a money thing because Celtic are apparently willing to offer him a bu- a bumper deal, you know. So. Again, you know, I mean, t- listening to the man speak, and he talks a lot about his family. 
So would his fa- is it are his family happy where they are wherever they live? I don't know. Or would they prefer to go to the Yes, that they were kind of happy the way they were kind of celebrating his wife and and, and stuff like that with the kids. You know that uh, they look kind of quite happy up in Scotland, Mark, going by the celebrations yesterday. Aye, but everything Brian seemed of that interview the other day. But why should they come out and? Well, Mark, Mark, you made a good point about that yesterday. Why come out and comment on that? Yeah, it's, it's going to be happen. another. It'll be, it'll be another team next. Week. Do you know what I mean? Every and he's going. Every time he ends up talking to the press, so it's going to be as well. What about this link? What about are you going to Spurs? Are you going to this team? Because he's going to get linked to every single job that comes up in England. As, lo- as long as he's at Celtic, he'll get linked to every single job down in England. Even big. I mean, I'm not running Ange down, but I mean, even like the top jobs, like. A, I don't think Ange could manage Man City. I think I think me can't mean to was arguing with that here, but Man City's not going to replace Pep with Ange. That's not going to happen. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's just I just it's it, it can't spend his time commenting on all these rumours and getting press mere mere kind of mere traction on their on their stories. Especially if he comments on that, if he comments on that at all. That's the headlines, and then it breeds more questions. Or oh, and I, and then it comes out. And just oh, he's, he's turned down the, the Spurs job, and then you know, it's just a lot of nonsense, like a media circus. And whether it's down to Ange, whether it's down to players, his own players' fitnesses, transfers, he plays his cards very, very close to his chest. And I don't. I think people are just reading, reading too much into it. See this nonsense in that about Ange. Oh, he'll be off after the cup final stuff like that. For me, that is a that's just garbage. It really is. And, like, if you look at Preven's comments as well, like I'm saying, he'll be here as long as Celtic want him, and he he wants to make a legacy here. I think Andrew will have another crack at the Champions League match before he makes that decision, and see if he can bring Celtic to the next level with the Champions League. Uh, maybe then after next season, he maybe he might think he can't. You know that this is the level we're at. You know, but I saw, uh, for me, I, I don't see it happening this season, you know. I just think it would need to be something really, really special. Some, I, I mean, I know these big clubs going about projects and stuff like that, but I, I, I think it would need to be something really special, a, a really big club that he was going to, he was guaranteed to be getting time to implement stuff and all that for him to actually think about leaving Celtic. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it's just... Look at the control he's got at Celtic, Paul. He's not going to get that at any mm-hmm. other club. He's not going to get that. Every other club, big club in the world, has got sporting directors and all this palaver and all that kind of nonsense. And then as Terence is talking about Daniel Levy at Spurs. So even once you get by, you're the kind of the sporting director or whatever it is, you've still got that Daniel Levy to deal with. And, stuff and like especially that. as well, Mark, if you look at not just his recruiting the players, but he's bought in his own scouts that he's previous workers. Aye, just you everything. Know. Just as long as Celtic can match, and I mean, Angel knows himself the same as us. We'll sit here and we'll admit it. None of us will ever see Celtic win the Champions League. <laughs> None of us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I mean, but it's like imagine we go right. We end up even dropping down to Europa League every season. We're getting maybe noon again into the later stages of Champions League. After Christmas, noon again, we're getting to Europa League semi-finals. Maybe we get to a Europa League final. Maybe we get to a Conference League final. 
for me, that's how, that's progress in Europe, and that kind of help Ange build a kind of legacy. Doesn't need to be mm -hmm. Champions League if you're going into European finals and getting on in Europe, that will get you noticed, kind of mm -hmm. thing. Uh, well, as well too, sorry, Paul, as well too. In 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 clubs like Spurs, Pastor Cobb, you might have zero say on what player comes in. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's different in Celtic. He was able to go. Well, I want Tate. I want Kyogo. I want. Uh, he was identifying these guys. He might be going to, in Spurs. In Spurs, you can go to Spurs, and he can be told. This and they said there's a sporting director and these guys and they're buying the players and basically it's you manage who I give you and that's it. Well, that's your job. You manage who I give you. Jose Mourinho that he wasn't getting the players he wanted. He was that's, but, staff, you know? but that's the thing about it, Paul. All mm -hmm. these, but all these, I keep. I, you don't see me doing the quote unquote hang back that and do that when I'm doing it. But all these like big clubs. That's what. That's how they work. Yeah, even I mean, you look, and I, I've said this before, but to a certain extent, as what Celtic should be working towards. You look at all these clubs like Barcelona, mm. Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, managers, coaches, they come and go, but the clubs, Ajax, the clubs' ethos and way you work in Disney change, and it mm. keeps yep. them at the top of the game. The, the manager yep. and coach is only one cog in this big, massive, massive machine. Look how critical we were when it was assumed that um, Peter Lawwell was doing that at Celtic. You know, when we assumed that Peter Law was the guy who was basically going to Lennon, but these are the guys I'm I'm signing and you're coaching them, and that's it. Like that, you know, that was, that right, was, when John, that was uh, all right when John Park was involved in it. Terms, it was when John Park left the building that all went about Pete Tong for us. Just to explain, yeah, like he's gone uh, to the other side now. Just get rebel there. Um, uh, what about the pictures about Ange and David Desmond? Uh, Rebel is saying those pictures were leaked on purpose, same as Ange and Lord Pickers Hampton. Keep an eye on the board transfer window. We need the first team ready players. Uh, what I think as well, Mark, is that David Desmond always comes to Celtic Park at kind of the end of May for the. the uh, I, saw, I saw a few people saying that, Paul. He does the budget and stuff like that. He goes through everything with the board and. You know, I, I, I honestly think, well, for, for me, I, I think we're looking to tie hands down. I, I think that, I, I think it was, he was there here for contract talks, trying to get him in a kind of tied into a long term deal. That's, even, that's what they were saying. Even, even just, even just to reassure him that here, there's money for, there's money, we're ready to back you as much, as much as we possibly can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's been, I mean, it's like a kind of, if you're in these kind of negotiations at that level, a guy like Dermot Desmond turning up, I know Michael Nicholson and him's got, Angie's got a great relationship and they go on good when they're trying to get deals out of the line and stuff like that. But when the Dermot Desmond's coming up to have a wee, pers a wee kind of personal touch, because it was him and his son, wasn't it, that was there? Yeah, it was, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aye, so it's that, that's, I just, I, that's my take. I mean, we'll probably never know what they were actually doing, no. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, that's come back to the Daniel Levy one as well, Mark. Running about playing hide and seek with Hoopy the Huddlehound. But that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm saying with the, Danny, the Daniel Levy one. He has such a brilliant relationship with Michael Nichols, and every guy that goes in there, basically, your man seems to be the guy who calls the shots, regardless of the manager. So, no, no. does Pastor does pass Cogley want to go down that road? Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, I think as well, uh, I, I won't be surprised if they give to Mason. I said that to you, Mark. I, I won't surprise if he get us, uh, Ryan Mason. 
you know, because Harry Kane seems to like him, and Harry Kane's a big body. And if Harry Kane is kind of what, what, what I've heard is, got him on no, no, what, what, what's after coming out right is Harry Kane is saying he's not going to hand in a, a transfer request, all right, and he's going to meet Levy at the end of the season and discuss next season's transfers and what the ambition of sports what what type of players they want to bring in so it's i think it's all up to fucking harry kane what sports that's, are doing. Uh, see that's a lot of nonsense isn't it you know but do we really care because this is it do we really care what spurs do i don't no i don't but i'm no, saying but we're different, but what, what, I'm saying, what i'm saying is terence is that harry harry kane is a great body of mason and that's why I'm saying I won't be surprised. And, and I was speaking to my man. I said, "At you, my man is a huge sports fan, and he he actually thinks Ryan Mason could get a shot at it next season, you know, because he knows the club." And, and what they're saying is, instead of bringing in foreign managers all the time, why not give it to someone kind of who has been with the club all these years, you know? So that's a surprise. Harry Kane's no like Southgate to get it. But see, mm-hmm. I mean, see Harry Kane. I mean, don't get us wrong. I, 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 he's he's not. A, I don't think he's a great player. He's a good player, but he, he reminds me just see like Alan Shearer. It's a selfish player. I, 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 no, I mean Alan Shearer. I'm not. Alan Shearer was a hell of a lot better player than Harry Kane. But his actual kind of situations. I mean, Shearer went to Newcastle. Right. And what? Two seconds, Emma. Brian, what are you on about? Paul, please keep the dice. What, what are you on about? You know, I make comments about Tommy, who has a pop. I'm giving my opinion. What, what are you on about, man? Who? You know, Brian. You know, I don't drink, Brian. So, whatever you're <laughs> saying, it's just not rev- relevant. You know, my God. I can't read it anyway, so I don't know what you said. I don't know what he's on about. You know? Do you know what he's on about, Mark? No, no, I don't. You know, Jesus Christ, my God, like, you know. Well, Mark, are you, are you, are you upset? Are you upset now, Paul, because Limerick beat Cork in the hurling today? If that's it, you can just go up and say it now. I'm okay. You can watch it, but I didn't even know it was on Terrence. I'd be honest, if you said it, there, it's <laughs> you know, you know. Who was I talking about? I'm talking about it's like he went to Newcastle and he just he was in his comfort zone and mm-hmm. they were always a kind of nearly team. That's the same with Harry Kane. That's what I'm doing. I'm comparing the two of them now and they were both the captain of England. And see the power that being the captain of England gives you doing in England. It's, it's ridiculous. That show. Mm-hmm. I mean... You can get away with fibbles, dirty cheat. You can, you can because you're the captain of England. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Guys that have been captain of England have said, oh, if this happens, I'll, I'll give up the captain saying, oh, this kind of palaver. And for me, Harry Kane, is, that's, he's, I mean, what, he's 30, 31 or something like that now. He'll be 31 this year, Mark, yeah. Aye, I mean, in fact, what's he actually won in his career? Nothing. Nothing at all. The RD Cup, actually, he won the RD Cup there last summer. I think they won the RD Cup in some tournament, didn't they? <laughs> ah, but, ah, exactly. But really, I mean, it's like fair to I mean, Shearer, he'd got a black, he's got a uh, public winner's medal with Blackburn and stuff like that. And, but 
he could have had a low. Shearer could have been one of the best strikers, one of the top. Uh, not even United, even see the time, probably Shearer could have played for any team in the world and been a success. Mm -hmm. He really could have, he was that good. I just think be playing with staying at Newcastle so long kind of affected his, his kind of his, le his legacy, legacy, that's the word, I. Do you know what I mean? And I think Harry Kane's just the same now, and you've got to kind of wonder if he's ever got it. Well, he's not going to win anything at Spurs now. Mm -hmm. I think so. I, I, one thing is, I think he's... My perception of Kane is he's more uh, worried about his own achievements, breaking his own records, and do you know that kind of being the ultimate Premier League goal scorer and stuff like he is? No, I know that, but... Uh, the kind of me, me, me kind yeah, of yeah, attitude. yeah, player, yeah. And uh, Brian makes uh, Rebel makes a good point here. Uh, we need to go up a level, not finding gems for one or two million. I, I, I think that needs to be like we, we spoke at numerous times on, on the podcast here. And I know Bobby's saying Yasha cost four, seven, Vic or six million, but do we need to go up that level to find that extra player mark that we need? You know, if, if we Big want time. to take the next step in Europe, Big time. I, say, I, I keep, I, I keep saying it, Paul. I'd, made, I'd rather be up, up, up the wage, wage, up the wages, because you can buy, you get players for a bargain. Do you know what I mean? Look at guys like Arely. I mean, even even Kyogo at four point seven million. That's a, that's a bargain. Do you know what I mean? But I, it's the wages we paid. I don't until we up the wages, we're paying players. We're gonna, we're gonna be needing to look at, like the the kind of hidden gems in that that kind of six million pound bracket. We can't go and spend twenty million pounds on a striker. No. But they need they need to go they need to spend and I know I said it before said it again. They need to if Celtic were able to get into two or three Champions Leagues in a row if they keep doing it. For me, every season there should be one outstanding signing. There should be one signing that you know you're going into the Champions League Aye. and this guy's known. And if it's 13, 12, 13 or 14 million. That is not a lot of money. That is not a lot of money in today's money in football. Well, Do you know, something should be able to... Well, they're right Kent. He's meant to be some player. I can't I've heard, read about him on the internet and there was, rain, there was don't know, team, team in blue fans were raving about him and he's not Bosman. It's not a bit old from him, but 40, 50 grand a week. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
Jesus Christ, but they'd be melting. I was waiting to see who was going to twiggle in that first. <laughs> they'd be a melting. Uh, see, regardless of likes it, I'm, I mean, but there was, is there no Bosmans out there this year that could even help? Do you know what I mean? Tear maybe take us up yeah. a level. There has to be, but like I remember you brought up the point, and I, I can't think of the guy's name, but he was a centre forward for was it the centre forward? It was the Red Bull guy, the I can't pronounce his name, begin oh, with Ed or Mudrick. something. Mudrick, Mudrick, no, 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 he, he was he was the coloured lad that I played centre forward, begin with Ed anyway. But he, you said he was he went from some crowd, he was only five or six million, but it's the wages that they paid him. Oh, that was him, he was it. He was at P. I can't even mind his name either, no man. He was, was he at PSD Academy same, or something? Aye, at the same time they scouted Edward. Yeah. And I just yeah. thought, oh, was, was, did he pop up on their radar and that kind of That's that in Cuckoo. That in Cuckoo. Did he go to Leipzig Aye. or something like that? Is it, is it, we played him in the Champions League. But but what I'm saying is that's that's necessarily like what you what you pointed out was if he was if he was ten or twelve million. And the wages are fifty thousand. Celtic, if it properly done, can pay the the, the twelve million and the fifty thousand a week. It's whether they want to do that because they're not like you. It's too hard to compete in the Champions League if you're going to be, you know, continually. You could, we saw that last season. We saw that last season. The, the the better players are playing for the better teams for a reason. But if Celtic were able to get a guy for. 12 or 13 million and you kind of knew him and he was the marquee signing especially for Champions right. League football do you know and you can if you Celtic did that w- once every season if they were in the Champions League for example they go, to, they go for a marquee centre back a marquee midfielder the following year a marquee style forward or winger attacking kind of player you know I mean you and you do that and you, you can still have your your two, you can still have your three and four million or two and three million players in around that as well. But, but every, like, once, every every window spends some series, yeah. series money on a, on a, a total one hundred percent upgrade on the team. I totally agree with that, Ter. Especially the fact that they know they're already there. They know that they've got the money. Especially especially the pack while there while there's automatic qualification to the Champions League, it's the right time to do it. Because the more Celtic can win, the more likely he is that that keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. I know there's all the coefficient things and all the rest of that nonsense, but if Celtic sign a marquee signing and it, he wants a marquee mid, midfielder number ten or whatever it is, and you go and you sign some some young young guy that's in a, in one of the teams and he's a real standout, like I'm, there's talks of this is it Swiss lad or something. I don't know what they're saying, like he's worth he's seven or eight million. Or you're looking at that centre forward mark that's worth X amount of money. You know, whatever aye, it is. Aye. Something like that 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 you feel that this guy is going to be a standout in because the problem is they go and if one of those guys that you're looking at and they go in the Champions League and they do score two or three goals, that's automatically got good luck. Miles out of Celtic's price range. Mm-hmm. Automatically out of Celtic's price range. They need to get those guys early enough but you have to pay 12, 13, 14 million for one of those guys eventually you mm-hmm. just have to like mm-hmm. uh, Ajax is the the model we, we need to follow I think I think we're kind of always try to follow that model but we were just signing average players Mark you know having the wrong structures in place 
Plus as well, aye, but, but, aye, but that's the thing. I actually give their youth players the chance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they produce quality youth players year in, year out, and we just really, we, we don't. Let's be honest about but it. But next season, Mark, I'm hoping now, right, like next season, now I'm hoping the likes of Laurel, Bata and Summers are in, in and around uh, the first, like not starters, obviously, because they're, they're still in their progression stage, but they should be in around the first team squads next season, you know? Well, I'd rather they were in about the first team squad, Paul, even just as we squad players, even if they're not getting on the bench, but they're in the first team squad, then that's B-League nonsense again. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I've heard it and heard it and heard it a million times, I just don't understand why Celtic have signed up to that B-League it's on again next season, yeah. It's on again next season, yeah. Uh, it's just it makes no sense. But I said it there, Mark, a couple of weeks ago. There seems to be loads of teams wanting to sign up for the bees. This beating. Why don't they just have the reserve league again? Money. It just makes sense. Uh, exactly, Paul. Uh, yeah, that's the exact thing. Like, yeah, like when start when, the reserve when, league up, yeah. and I make make up a rule that eighty of your starting team need to be under. I don't know, under 21s, under yeah. whatever you want to call it, and you're allowed three, three older players above that. Yeah. If, like, if they're coming because that's what they're here with, Paul, coming back for injury, Mindry, getting players yeah. up to match sharpness and stuff like that. I remember it is absolute garbage. I can you imagine? Um, can you imagine a couple of weeks ago when Atate was injured and they brought they rushed him back for the semi final? Yeah. If he was able, if he was able to play one or two games in, in, right. in a reserve, reserve league, what, what would a young guy learn? learn? Playing beside a tatty. What would a nineteen-year-old learn playing beside a tatty? It that that's that can't be trained. And I I remember hearing a story years ago when it was there, and some fella said he was playing centre forward. I don't know who it was, and Alex McLeish was centre back for Aberdeen, and he was coming back after injury. He would play with Aberdeen. That's right, isn't it, Alex McLeish? Aye, aye. And your man was playing centre forward, and he said he never learnt anything so quickly in his life as he did after that 90 minutes. The way, because McLeish was obviously first-team footballer and he was a young guy coming up and he thought he was the right, bee's knees. Right. And, you know, you, like you're not, they're not going to learn much about, with the greatest respect, playing a guy who's after doing eight hours work. No. You know, working all week and then he goes training twice a week and then he plays a Celtic B team at the weekend. Like, how, how you know, you're, you're just not going to learn the same as, a, as to if any player, if Carter Vickers came back from a knock and he played two games of reserve and there's a young there's a young Dan Murray's there and he's learning off Carter Vickers or Basman Law or one of these so these guys are there you know it, it, it it's a no-brainer that all these teams want to go and play in this B League why don't you just have put back the reserve league it just it's a no like if you can run if you can have the women's women's league you can have a reserve league I was going to say that they seem to they seem to be mere uh more orientated to women's football now than youth football. Yeah, it makes no sense, like. No, and I've, I've noticed that even even on social media and that. I mean, unless you like actually fully like obviously we all day like a Celtic B Twitter account and stuff. It's just the, the social media just seems to be in general. It just seems to be more orientated to like women's football than mm-hmm. youth football. It seems to kind of took care for youth football. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. Just for a big shout out there as well, like for beating the, the Rangers women team in, in the cup. I tell you that Rangers team are one ugly bunch. 
fairness, <laughs> man, boy, there was one foxy one there. It was their captain there. I said, she's Wolf. She's a big, huge ginger minge in top of her. <laughs> Bushes coming out towards our shots and everything I say, right? That's what it is. Like. <laughs> Fucking team backs. Yeah, they go up in the shots, the backs of Jago. You know, I tell you, like that. Fucking hell. If I saw a horn and I club like that thing would fucking rip you apart. I said, that bush. You know? Do you ever think, Paul? Do you ever think that something you think before you speak? That's the first thing that came to my head when I saw it on Twitter. I was on deck in the Fox and I was going, that big, huge ginger minge and hop on. Yeah. Big, big beast, Smith. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what I was going on. Huh? Fucking hell. Hill, hill, yeah, hill. You know, bitches, right? She is by that fucking bush. You should be fucking calling her on bitch. Um, the lads there are talking about Joe Hart on, on the live chat, and I've been a great uh, support of Joe Hart. But I'm trying to agree with him. I think we need to be looking at Luke Keeper. You know, Fanta Pube. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> And indicator oaksters. Jesus Christ, like, you know, Fanta Pubes. She could fucking do manscape with break and all right, say that. Copper wire, you need to look at it. Julie's not in a bad path here, man. You know? Oh, you know? Uh, but, but who would you have as a new keeper, Pulsar? Who would you, who would you, who would you, who would you think would be a good... Possible keeper that you, you... you know what, Terence? My ideal keeper for Celtic at the moment will uh, t- t- for the way we play is Bezumu for Southampton. But he's, he's out of he's obviously way out of Celtic's budget. Yeah. Yeah. Way out of our price, man. But with them get with with them getting relegated, could you get him cheaper? It's probably you could get him cheaper than that price. It's the wages, though. Yeah, he'd be on good money, I say. But he, he, he would be uh, the idea keeper. Terence, would he that style of goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, he's he's a free keeper. Coming against him, though, that's when kind of you know, we saw there with Alan McGregor there when Yasa wronged it in there. You see McGregor's face aged about 20 years, you know. Look at me. What about that the Irish boy from Liverpool, Paul? Or you don't know what she's saying? Oh, you can't pronounce his name. Way, way out of our price range. Way out of belief now. Is he? Aye. Liverpool. Is he not on a free, no? No. All right, I thought I read he was on a free, right? right. Your man told him he's not leaving anyway, I read. Or Goff said he's not letting him go. That's 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 what I saw somewhere on, I don't know, what some... Might have been in Sky Sports or some some shit like that, but they said that he said he wasn't leaving him go or something. But uh, yeah, no, he. But most the problem is, Paul. Most of those guys in the Premier League, even when there was talks of like Elanusi coming back, he was on like eighty grand in Southampton. He was, yeah. Do you he know, you you like if that if that Bazuma lad is on, if he's on 60, 70 grand in in Southampton, like he's not going to go from seventy grand up to to, no. to thirty. No. 
you know i think his position and maybe we need to be looking at but in, in top of my mind i don't know if there's any kind of rumors mark that we have been looking at keeping no, I've, I've not heard then in a topo but no. I, I did i mean Oh, well, see some of, some of the I, not even some of them. Hell, a lot of the goals I've let in recently. I'm putting down to Joe Hart. Well, like for he's me, done, he's, he's, like, been, he's been good for his ball, but everybody's only get so much a kind of a shelf life, and I just think Joe Hart's. I mean, see if we could bring in a young keeper or a young youngish keeper and kind of play. See, we're talking about like with Nisbet bringing them in and giving them game time and bringing them on as a player. I think I would do that for maybe a season, but it's, I think I think Hearts are a bit of a worry, Paul, for the Champions mm-hmm. League next season. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I hate I hate saying that because I, I think he's done a great job for us if he's come in, but some of his performances, I mean, a lot of the goals, I think he should have done a lot better than it. Like the, Cur- the Curtis main one, for example, against St Mirren, the first goal, he was very slow to get down to us. Aye. And then, and then again, the Craig, the Craig Gordon one, other week, and just palmed it into the strikers. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? like is is his flexibility kind of? It's age, Paul. It's just age. I'm saying, like, uh, I, mean, I mean, look at Terence. Terence, look at him now, man. He's a wee old man, slowing down. And he just okay, big time. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get done as quick. I've heard. <laughs> oh me? No, Terence. Oh, I don't oh, even got up. Mark, I remember I'm I'm five foot five. I'm already down. <laughs> I tell you what, I get I'd fucking get down with a fucking razor and shave that bush off that fucking range. <laughs> let it go, Paul. Let it go. There's yeah. certain websites you can go on for all this stuff. Just let it go. Uh, yeah. And question for you, what do you think what do you think was the was the most Important goal of the season. Yata against Rangers. The wee that, chip. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's what I vote. I voted for that for my <laughs> best. No, 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 not, 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 not the best goal, but the most important goal. Aberdeen, I McGreg- think. McGregor against Aberdeen, Aberdeen. then. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like you were always kind of, last season, remember it, it was kind of Valsing, was it against Dundee, Iceland? Kind of lost county goals that went in the kind of yeah. last minutes. You yeah, know, my or... two were my two my two were like that. My one was Giacomacus against St Johnston. Mm-hmm. Was one, and then obviously the McGre- the McGreg- uh, McGregor one was another big one against Aberdeen. You mm-hmm. know, they're they're real turning points because when you think you're going to lose them, dropping points. You know, they they were two big two big goals for us for Celtic during the season, big time. And to be fair, Kyogo's equaliser in Ibrox was massive. Yeah, because yeah. because that that kept, that kept the nine points. Whereas obviously, if they lose, it's six, and all of a sudden, Aye. it's a different it's a different ball game, you know. Mm-hmm. Where do we strengthen? I love to, I love seeing Taylor score goals. Mm-hmm. Day. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've to, oh, up he's all that slagged them. I've said that nah, back the wee man when he's all torching them. I day, I love seeing we uh, we uh, Taylor score a goal for Celtic. I mean, see yesterday oh, yeah. we were in the telly. I mean. We all know he grew up a Rangers fan and all this grief he gets on online for being a Judas and stuff like that. But you can't fault the effort the guy gave. It's even when everybody was slagging him off. And he, even I said he, he wasn't playing the best, but you couldn't fault his kind of effort in that. But see, you know, if he, see, under Ange, I mean, 
fair doubt the wee man. He's really, really turned his actual, probably his full career around. You know what I mean? Oh, he's a different player. I, I imagine that was still plodding along on. I, I mean, you keep saying this or oh, losing ten in a row and that, but imagine we won ten in a row and Neil mm-hmm. Lennon carried on his manager. Where do you think we would be the new? I know, as, yeah. as, a, as a as a team or as a club or whatever. But the, the, the way you would the way you'd always judge that for me, Mark, is if you take Taylor out of the left left foot and you put the other left foot in, no. is there is there a drastic difference? And the answer is yes, there is. There's a massive difference uh, between when Taylor plays and when Burnaby plays. Uh, Burnaby really does. He, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's not up to a level at all. And fair dues, Ralston's not up to the levels of AJ, but it's still, it's maybe, there's no as big a gap, do you know what I mean, between AJ and uh, Ralston than it is between Taylor well, there's and a, there's, Burnaby. There's a prime example there of, like, people are saying, there, Ralston's gone back to where he was before Ange came in. But he was thrown into the team and age got injured without played football since Aye. last October. If he had a resolve league, he could be playing in those games, getting his match fitness up. You know, that's but I but no even, but even, stuff that, like be, that, like, but even at that even at that Paul and like when we all know and when Ange likes to make his substitutions and stuff like that, but see even at times see for he could have been, been on Ralston as well, Matt could why no why always like the kind of attacking kind of midfield sense of the team it gets changed. Why no? I mean, it's like yesterday we're four or not four five nothing up against Aberdeen, whatever. Why no? Like bring on like your Burnaby then and get mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are we keep we talk about it all the time like match fitness. There's a difference between being fit and then like match fit. Do you know what I mean? Your actual mental stages and your muscle memory and all that kind of part. So. Ralston's hadn't, had hadn't kicked a ball for Celtic Ernest for months and then he get through and, and looked rusty and get that was him all of a sudden, oh, he's back to the old Ralston, he's back to this. But for me, it's maybe a bit of a thing Anne should maybe look at Dane. Is rotate. I'm not saying rotate, rotate the defence, but when the game's done and dusted, give these fringe players a bit of game time is what he does with like, the attacking and the midfielders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby's saying, you know, Barnaby's, Larison, Kobayashi's aren't up, aren't of the standards uh, needed every time that they played. I'd well, like to them, see... Them signings, but... I'd like to see, though, I think... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm hoping, like, our, our sports science department, Mark, and stuff like that would kind of put a bit of muscle on Kobayashi, making that a little bit... Like, if you're going to watch that, or watch is beat. So I mean he's a beat lad Owasa, but it, he can't be playing centre back like do we need to sign a new centre back next season? At I least so. one. At least one. Aye. Because it could that, that Kobayashi ball he he like you're you're right a physical you're right a physical view you're not. He's done a, a new Gucci. A yeah, you, Gucci. You, you, he's a fake Gucci. Yeah, but you're you're either you're either you're either physical a physical style player or you're not. You can't just become a physical style player. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously I don't know I don't know anything about the J League. Maybe it's not obviously as physical over there. Technically he looks very sound on the ball. But but as the centre halves in Scotland, like like he's he's quite tall. 
but like he loses every every even every challenge he loses. Even the other night he was all over the over the place. And if you're if you're in his shoes, and the manager's taking a midfielder and put take, leaving you out and putting him in your position, and I know people will say on the live chat, oh he played centre back for whoever. Five foot ten is not, in my opinion, is not a not is not a normal size for a centre back. He's he's more that defensive midfielder. But if he's going in there ahead of a guy who plays centre back all the time. To me, that doesn't augur too well if I was in Kobayashi's shoes. I think, I th I think what we realised as well is, uh, since the Rangers game, how important Carter Vickers is to this team, Mark. No, definitely. Just even down to Paul, I think, moving just his ability in the team and what he did for the team, Paul, but I think his organisational mm -hmm. skills, the, the way he, he marshals the defence, he's like... He's like another captain in the team. Yeah, uh, exactly, he's yeah. like another captain in the defence kind of the defence unit. So, a, a massive miss, a massive. I mean, well, they conceded thirty-four goals or something this season, Celtic or something like that. It was thirty-four goals. But if you look how many goals from the Rangers game, like it was, it was four the other night against Hibs. It was three against Rangers. It was two against Saint Mirren. You know, so it's it. Like, he's he's been like. He's been fabulous, like Vickers when, when he's been inside. Early season terms, yeah, Buzz put up on the forum the other day that we were like pushing like for goals conceded. We were kind of nudging Ronnie numbers, kind of. Yeah, like. we were, yeah. yeah. Well, were like, well, well, like if you look at if you and look at the one game, so we're sitting, no, but we're sitting there and we're talking about oh, Joe Hart, Carter, Vickers, Starfield. Yaranovic to AJ and Greg Taylor. It's one of our worst seasons conceding aye, goals. Aye, it's, aye, it's been one of our worst seasons in recent memory for conceding goals, which is a, is that, I don't, is that down to the tactics? Well, well, it's 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 but like, if, but what I'd say, Mark, is if you if you if you look at, I'd be looking at how many goals they conceded up to when they won the league. After they won the league, yeah, I know there can be an argument for, but like. They they conceded three against Rangers, two against St Mirren, four against Hibs. Do you know? I mean, they haven't they weren't conceding goals like that when it mattered. You, you know, uh, and as well, uh, too, I, 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 I mean, don't, I mean, I don't care. See, see, as long as we win the league, we can concede a hundred goals. As long as we've, we've scored a hundred one enough to win as a league. But just while we're picking our the bones here, I thought that I was actually quite shocked when I when I saw Buzz putting up these stats about the. Well, considering it was something, uh, but there was one for Ronnie and there was one for Rogers that was kind of, and it was not that's Disney. It's not the kind of way we think the team is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's back, yeah. It's back really. to the same way you Celtic. You score three, we'll score four. Mm -hmm. If you get to Champions League, if you've got a defence like that, it's, you're no, we're no going to score four, three, score well, three. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's you know, like like we. The, the the Celtic normal back four when it's Taylor, Vickers, Starfield, and AJ, you'd be you're normally reasonably confident. But if you went into a game and it's Burnaby, Kobayashi, Starfield, Ralston, you're probably saying to yourself, "I might just watch the highlights afterwards." <laughs> if it was Champions League, you see, that's what's going to like. And that's where Starfield comes. That's for, that's for me, Paul. That's where Starfield comes in for a hard time. If you look at the cup final next week, they're going to be looking for set pieces against Celtic with their highest advantage, Mark. You know. 
Aye, that, aye, we said that earlier on. I don't, I don't know what this team's going to be like, but it'll be a big, a big physical team. Mm-hmm. It'll, be like, it'll, be, it'll be like a hard fought, fought win, Paul. It's going to be a big kind of tussle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if Celtic can start don't... like yesterday, and if they start, if Celtic can start like yesterday and put them on the back foot straight away, if Celtic can get a goal in the first 10 minutes, they have to come out. They have to try and make some effort to attack. And they, if Celtic just keep moving the ball quick, whatever way they're moving it, keep moving it forward, it, it had to keep running the way he's running. They could they could be in for uh, Inverness, Kelly, Tissel could be in for a long afternoon. Whereas if mm-hmm. Celtic go the slow the slow route like they had in some of the other games, it could be it could be it could be a lot closer than people think. Uh, Bobby is saying a left back, centre back, a CDM, uh, a right winger, striker. That would be good. I I can't see us going for another CDM. You know, you know I think uh, a is that she, right, But she's one. She right. To be a left back is an understudy. To, Taylor, or do we see somebody better than Taylor? Do we see a new centre-back that's even going to dislodge Carter Vickers at the team? Why sign somebody that's... Do you get... Do, 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 you have to sign first-team players. Do you get what I'm saying? Were they hoping that Barnaby would be that... Do you know what they're hoping? Well, I'm, I'm just... No, I'm not even talking about Barnaby, Paul. I'm talking about just in general. Right? What do you do? Bobby's saying... Right, a left back, a centre back, CDM, right wing, and a striker. Right, so do we sign a better left back than Greg Taylor? Do we sign a better centre back than Carter Vickers? Do we sign yes. a better right winger than? Do we sign a better striker than Kyogo? Yeah, you try and do it all if you can. If you can, if you can do that, because go back to the sorry, Paul. Go back to the Paddy Roberts one, which is always one that brings up for James Forrest. Right, Paddy Roberts came in in James Forrest's game went elevated because he knew if he wasn't playing well, this guy's going to play ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So you have to bring a guy in that's at least as good, if not better than Greg Taylor. The same with, if you can get them a Carter Vickers or Starfelt, and the same with the middle of the park and the same with the wingers and the same, whatever position, if you're bringing in a guy, you have to be, from my opinion, you have to be bringing in a guy going, I know if, if Carter Vickers is out of the team tomorrow, he slots in, the team doesn't change any difference. If anything doesn't, he's a, he's, a, he's on a par with him, if not better. If this but, but, why, but, why, but, but why not get and sign a, a £10 million centre-back is better than Carter Vickers? I'd have no, I'd have 100%, but, I, but I, I'd, have no, I'd have no problem, Mark. I'd be quite happy with that, to have that, that marquee sign. And I he mean, puts it there, and it's, 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 it's Carter Vickers and Starfield fighting for a place. Aye, it's like Ange comes out and says stuff like but. Like we're always getting better. You might need to like players basically come out and say your heroes come and go. We might get rid of guys use light, but we'll move them on and stuff like that. So that's what I'm saying. Should we should we be looking first? I mean, what Bobby's saying there really. Nene that Nene is saying is Bobby's saying is going to be a first choice player mm-hmm. on the team. The new so we're just padding out the squad again, which is what we've done for years under under. So many managers are they would just say, right, if you need a left back, as Bobby says, send somebody better than Greg Taylor, and then Greg Taylor becomes a backup or moves on or whatever. Sign a centre back, send somebody better than Carter Vickers, and then it's a fight, as you said, their terms, it's a fight between Carter Vickers and Starfield to partner, partner the new centre back. Oh, what did you say? Otherwise, 
Yeah, I think oh, the yeah. the field and whether fella better than Hatate, fella better than O'Reilly, if you can get a fella better than Kyogo, if you can get a fella better than Jota, Aye. and you can sign them, sign them, sign so them. What we, what we done with Juranovic Yeah, Johnson. Do you know what I mean? So why no? Why? I mean, there Bobby saying again, ideally better than Taylor and ideally better than Starfield. But even even my aunt just said how good Starfield is. Starfield's like he Starfield's been judged in his first game. But everybody's look, everybody's always oh Carter Vickers and somebody else. Nobody's ever said, well, what about Starfield and somebody else? What is it, Mark? Starfield's been judged in his first game against Hearts, and since then he, he's had a nail in his coffin. Someone blamed Starfield for the first goal against Rangers. He wasn't even on his side. Like I know, I know. Do you know, on the life chat, someone was blaming Starfield for it. And I'm going, like, what? What? Like, you know, people just have a target on Starfield, and that's it. And if there's a if there's a problem if there's an if the defence have made a mistake, he's no he's number one culprit regardless of whether he's made it or not. He seems to be number one culprit. Like, always like that. Trust. I mean, look at Greg Taylor a couple of. Do you know what I mean? Everything was doing to him. He's rubbish. Look at O'Reilly the other month when he was was he playing too well and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Starfield's made it by he's pumping that one just into the women's team. Like so. He definitely made his lucky fucker. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You know you're going after this anyway, he's, Paul. He's, he's not pumping ginger minge, right? That's what he's not. <laughs> How do you know? Ah, because the, the carpet matches the top. Oh, huh? God, man. <laughs> 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 Veronica's listening. You're getting battered tonight, man. You're getting your leg tied to the bed and you're smashing the ankles, mate. You know, see the more she, he'll wake up in the morning and look out the window, be just like a swarm of like ginger people at his house. She'll like that Simon Pig, that Simon Pig fellow. Yeah, zombie ink. Ah, but we'll just be all these ginger gingers running about your house. Yeah, but the sun be out then they'll fucking burn alive. <laughs> Uh, but do you know what you're saying there about are we signing better players than than what you like? Our scouting, well, just putting out like this, these players and maybe Ange as well are not considering the physical aspect of Scottish football when he is signing Kobayashi and signing Barnaby and stuff like that. Is it, it like because what what we've seen of Kobayashi last couple of days, he's getting bullied in these. But that's a dereliction of duty, Paul. Huh? That's a kind of... If Ange and the scouting team and that aren't thinking about that, it's a kind of dereliction of duty. Yeah. Do you know, I'm, if they're, they're not putting that kind of thought in, it could handle this, the Scottish game. I mean, see, see Big Kobayashi, a wee Kobayashi, whatever you want to call him. I'm willing to give him the kind of chance that we're talking about Gee, no. Just off the back of a full season, he's moved down to a new country. Exactly, he's a young lad, I'm not letting him off the ball, yeah. No, just no. the same as though, just get this season out of the way, give him a pre-season and see how he does in the next, what, the first six months of next season even. Hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully he, prove, hopefully he proves me me wrong because I, I'm technically, yes, he looks, he looks a fine footballer. He looks like he can, you know, pass the ball and all the rest of it. But... He just he just looks like he loses every challenge or near on nearly every challenge when it comes to the physical side of it. When the ball comes in for headers or 
there's a there's a like whether it was Nisbet or a suitor or you know anyone whoever it was he he's just he just seems to have struggled when it comes to the physical side of the of, of the game and he's and he's quite well, a, he's quite well, a tall lad like, like. Could you come to think of it then as well like you know I'm just trying to look at the different sides as well like uh, the likes of Taylor your Alison Johnsons were missing for that game as well the only one really who was playing at that time was was Starfield. Um, was, was there not really a kind of understanding between the four defenders in those games? There, there, there probably wasn't, Paul, and and mm. and, and, and that's 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 a that's a fair point. But that aside, I'm just saying, if you look at personal duels one on one, how many times how many times does he win, and how many times does he does he does he does he lose, and does he get out muscled or pushed off the ball? I I 100% agree with you. The back four not been back four you always play with that's a factor but I'm just talking straight on one on one with with, with the centre forward or whoever or, cent- or the opposition centre back comes up how many times does he does he win compared to for argument's sake the man who gets, seems to get hammered Starfield Starfield wins an awful lot of fifth hitters yeah, he did, yeah. He does, yeah. you know an awful lot of hitters in whether it's in classes okay he, he scored a header yes it was great he doesn't normally score a lot of hitters but defensively he's he's solid in the air Whereas mm-hmm. this this Kobayashi for me, he just seems to be getting pushed off the ball a little bit too much. Yeah, and look, hopefully next season he's had a long season, like you said, and he comes back and he's a different different player. But but in Scot in Scotland, the centre backs, the physicality is part of the game up there. It just is. It's just that's just the way it is. And he needs to he needs to be able to handle it, or he's or to me he's not he's no good. He's not he's no good to Celtic. Uh, before we move on, we look with the, the the cup final next week. There's no guarantee Celtic will win it, but you'd be fairly confident, Mark, with as as what we're saying there. If we get in the front foot and if we start to start the game the way we play, we we should be able to win this game comfortably. Look oh, ahead in that, but <laughs> I don't know how it's all coming up in the main the main picture. I've because the, the, the bush is blocking it. Go on, you were saying. I was listening then, it was you. I was asking about the game, like that you should be confident that Celtic. Uh, you, you know, Ma- there misses Paul 2025. Fuck, take that off. I couldn't be looking at her, little fucking head. Go one on. for the one for the wank bank for you, Paul. This has gone right down the channel. <laughs> I never even, I didn't even, it's him that started it there. This is like a porno of white pub. porno because she's got ginger hair. Control yourself, Terms, you're a married man. Ginger tube. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I must mention that as I've been quite alone tonight and all this. It's that other fellow from Clark up there. He's like a, I don't know, I'd say he get up and I'd say he get up and ghost the wind at the minute, the way he's talking. Aye. I think he's sexually frustrated, Terms. Oh, I say, yeah. Big time. Putting a lot of hours in at work and doing a lot of driving and probably you neglecting know. his wife's needs and that. We bit of animosity there. And I hope to. Oh. Now, now he's perving her, the Rangers captain. <laughs> <laughs> things are bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my things are bad. <laughs> 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 Next week, confident lads. 
You have to be. Aye, aye, aye. You've got to, aye, Paul. Can't. Oh. I mean, on paper, common sense, nothing just for the level we're at and where they're at. You've got to think. Me, that like that'll be a trebles, right? And before the Martin O'Neill error, I think it was around sixty-eight or sixty-nine was the last time Celtic actually did a treble mark before Martin O'Neill came in. Like, Aye, it was a years, years sixty-seven. Ago. Yeah, sixty-seven was it? Like this, this is remarkable. Like in, in in the last decade since Brendan Rodgers and and stuff that came in, like the the trophy hall from this club is is just phenomenal. You know, really has been. You know? I mean, even I, I mean, the Rangers fans going about, I just won all these trophies when we won in the league. Look at the amount of trebles they've won for they came back up. Exactly. And the, there's no way you, you can't get away from that. You know. I mean, I've said it before, Paul. See, unless you're about, I think it's about 70 or 80 year old, apart from the 90s, every single decade of your life, Celtics won more trophies than Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like if your child is gone on eleven mark, you've only seen them lose one season. Aye, you know, that was the COVID season. Like you know what good, I mean. Good night, Bobby. Thanks for coming on again, mate. And all the stuff you did, but good night. It's really phenomenal. Like it really is. Like that. But that's what we should be doing, Paul. That's what we should have been doing for years. Can't agree, agree with you, Mark. You know. And and. Unless Celtic seriously, seriously, seriously drop the ball over the next year or two, I can't see anything changing in Scotland over the next 10, 10, 15, 20 years at least. Because mm -hmm. there's no kind of vision of how anybody else in Scotland can get near us. We don't rely on anybody else's money apart from ourselves. And see, as long as every other team and club in Scotland does the same, we're miles ahead of everybody. And mm -hmm. that's the way it's going to be. I mean, I Rangers will win a cup here and there. They might even win a league. Aberdeen maybe win a cup. Dundee United maybe win a cup. Blah, 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 whatever. But over the time, Paul, Celtic mm -hmm. have got to keep being the dominant force in Scottish football. And looking at treating, looking at us as the likes, I keep saying it, your likes of your PSGs and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I mean, they're Bayern Munich. They thought they'd lost the league and they still yeah. won it. Yeah. You know what? That's Celtic. That's what Celtic need to become. Is that team? Ah, you'll lose a league every once every five years, six years, whatever. You'll lose cups, blah blah blah. But the bigger picture, you are the dominant force in your country, and nobody can lay a finger on you. And that's what Celtic need to aim for. But also, Mark, Celtic didn't do it the first time. They had the opportunity to do it. They now exactly. have a second. Yeah, they now have. They now have a second opportunity, and they have to take this opportunity. Because the guarantee of the Champions League money again this year is is a is a massive is a massive you know advantage because Rangers may not qualify, Rangers mm -hmm. may not qualify. So C Celtic are already that have got back, are in a position where they they they're dominant, they're winning nearly every trophy. They have to this time not take their eye off the ball like they did the last time. And be complacent and say, "Oh well, we'll just do so and so." No, I, or I think as long as Pastor Coglu's in charge, that won't happen. I you know, think I think the changing, the changing shift, the changing shift. If that sounds right, came when Lowe's and, and Nicholson and that took over. I yeah. think it became look. We need to look at the bigger picture here. And 
I, th- I, th- I think Peter Law was just happy to be the big dog in Scotland. Whereas I, I'm hoping Celtic now realise that they, they don't need to try and be the, they are the big dog in Scotland. They need to try and make their mark a bit wider afield. Oh yeah, and that's why Mikey Nichols deserves huge credit for the season as well. He deserves ah. massive credit, massive credit. I still no heard the guy speak. And and, and do you know what? Right? He, what he, he probably if he got a wee, wee, wee squeaky voice or that. And he probably, do you know what? He's probably <laughs> happy with it. Aye, that, but that's what a CEO should be doing. Terms. Yeah. I mean, it's like there we're talking about Daniel Levy at Spurs. Yeah. Who? I mean. Look at the difference. This guy, everybody knows what Daniel Levy's like. He's this kind of... Mm-hmm. But don't get us right. Don't get us wrong. See, Peter Law. Peter Law was regarded as the same type of guy as Daniel Levy. He was one of the Shoot worst... Up, yeah. One of the, aye, one of the worst guys to try and negotiate and get a, to try and make a pound off of. Law was the exact kind of same, which... Be, I mean, we saw the fruits of that with the transfers we've done. Do you know what I mean? They're from... Frimpong, if he goes, yeah, million pound, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're about, about 12 million pounds off of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that you can't fault that kind of negotiation level. I think we'd be getting a uh, uh, two million off Bournemouth as well, Mark, for them staying in the Premier League in the Christie deal. See that you can't you can't fault what Peter Lowe done. For, I've always said that money wise. Well, he will be in this position, like Mark. Without right? his dealings, no. without him being this operator that he was. But he just the biggest mistake was signing signing players. That was his biggest mistake. Signing all these freaking, the input uh, he had done for it and that. Yeah, you know, instead of going getting one good player, he's buying three different players for that same price who aren't of the same quality. Yeah. But I, I think I think I think a major factor as well then which didn't which didn't help a lot of it was the fact that Rangers had been liquidated and gone and broken down and whatever. And then the 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 kind of the it was nearly kind of a given that we'll win the league regardless of what kind of side you put out. And not just like my biggest thing about that is like not just Celtic, but the likes of Hearts and Aberdeen. As well, Mark, to put Rangers to bed when they went into liquidation for them to expand more to get, get the revenue in, in. Do you know what I mean? But they never did. They were happy. Like For me, like the likes of Aberdeen and Hearts are just happy to finish third. You know? Instead of going that extra step. You know? I think that's the one thing that's not just Celtic putting Rangers to bed, but the likes of Hearts and Aberdeen as well. You know? But I know they have the same kind of, they kind of have the same kind of revenue, so to speak, Paul. Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't. I, know. I, didn't I mean, you can go. You look at the Aberdeen. You look at a lot of the Aberdeen games. Played <gasps> to play Aberdeen during the season a couple of times. I know it's different at the end of the season when Barry Robson went. But you'd you'd look at games in Sky, and there'd be a lot of empty seats at the Aberdeen games. Yeah, it does yeah, it does. I have absolutely no sympathy for any club in Scotland that goes bust. None in the mm-hmm. top league, in the top flight. Because the only club that have a brain in their head 
is Livingston where they've gone yeah. right we're, we're more playing Rangers and Celtic we'll give them the three stands you have a season ticket you're going down that end yeah. end of whereas, every, whereas all this other petty nonsense of going Celtic are playing at Hibs Right, said so you can have that half. The other half to stand is staying empty, and there's a lot of empty seats over there. And we're not doing it because our fans don't want it, but we've got like uh, eight thousand spare empty seats or six thousand empty spare seats. And you're like, like oh, what? Well, like the person who's in charge of that and the finance side of it, like, but they all go, they all went cap in hand to the government. Looking for money, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, we're 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 going to go to business. We're going to do this. We're going to do that." And mm-hmm. these teams are instead of, instead of just going optimizing their money, going right. St. Johnson are playing Celtic, right, lads? When we're playing Celtic and when we're playing Rangers, <clears throat> we know we can fill these three stands. I don't know how I don't know how much if there's ten thousand in the in the ground of St. Johnson the Fargo. Like, you're all going to that stand. If you don't like it, fair enough. But that's part of the season ticket book. You'll get a free program and a free voucher for a pie, and you'll get pictures with the players. Blah blah. Do you, do you say, Look, this is yeah. what we're doing to maximize income. Usually, they're all getting put in. In fact, you're actually getting a kind of free upgrade to a VIP ticket on this main stand what? where you can get all this and that for nothing. Because they're going to make it back. We sell the other three stands. We sell Ticket Rangers there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even when easy, Mackie just turn around and go, well, when we sell these three sides to Celtic and Rangers and they come twice a season, your season book is normally 350 euros. Because they're able to do that, it's going to go down to 310. And you're still going to, on, the day, on the day where you get you get to move, you're going to get a free pass for a a cup of tea and whatever you want. I mean, it's no-brainer, but it just seems to be that there's a small minority of fans in each club that we don't want them to take over here. We don't want them to do that. And the other clubs seem happy with it, but it's fine. But I will have zero sympathy if I hear something like, or any team is in the SPL that they're really struggling to survive and they need this. And they need. Like, these are all the teams that wanted Celtic to, play, to pay the majority for VAR. Mm-hmm. But yes, you know, like I mean, if I was, if I, if you're a chief executive of those clubs, I said Livingston is the only club that's willing to go. Well, we know that we can give Celtic eight thousand fans or whatever it is, and Rangers eight thousand fans. We we put all our all our season ticket books in there. We we might, and let's be fair, Livingston still get results off Celtic. It's not as if Celtic always win in Livingston, you know, and right. and, and and you know, it's not and they get and like you have. 8,000 fans for Ireland's sake. If half of them buy a program, half of them buy food, half of them buy drink, it's, it's, I, 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 I just don't understand how clubs are happy to leave. You're just even buying the tickets as well, Terms. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand how clubs are happy to leave empty seats all over the place and then bemoan that they're struggling to keep their head above water and it's tough. Well, it's your own fault. You're leaving 5,000 or 3,000 or whatever the seats free that you'd know that if Celtic are playing or Rangers are playing, they'd be snapped up in the morning. What's the cup final? Is that 50-50 splits or is it going to be majority to Celtic or what? I think the majority is going to be Celtic, Paul. They wouldn't sell. They wouldn't have to. I say they wouldn't sell 25,000, Paul. I wouldn't think so. It it would look. Remember remember Hibs there a couple of seasons back were complaining about uh, they wanted an increased allocation and then they got it and then they come thinking 
Yeah. But what, the, what, the, what the problem was with that, Paul, is apparently with Bradford and I think in the semi-final, they had only they had only like 11,000 fans in the semi-final or 13,000 because it was on Hamden as well. And then the argument was for, will we want 25? Was, you only brought 11,000 or 13,000, whatever it was to the semi-final. Why do you want another you know, yeah. 10 or 12,000 tickets? Like, where are they going to come out of? Like, Definitely something I think should be looked at. Even I mean, I'm saying I'll move them on to one stand, but see, even at these games, I mean, and I'm not just putting Celtic and this Rangers the same. They've got a massive travelling support. Exactly, well, right, I, I, you can you can sell your, you send you sell it out your game to your own fan big like section. Do you know what I mean? And then you just wherever it is, you have a line of stewards, and then the rest of the rest of the seats are sold to Celtic fans. It walks out, Mark, around between the four games. Of, of Celtic fans travelling twice and stuff like that, it works out about eight million in revenue to the to likes of Aberdeen, Hearts, St Mary. So that's that, so that's sixteen million, Paul. If you include Rangers, no, that's including Rangers. Eight million. Okay, so eight yeah. million. So like, million. so so they're willing to forego forego eight million, eight million yeah. just yeah. just to just to be petty. But the problem is this whole. The whole pettiness thing, this is this ticket thing in Scotland has gone through the roof in all all in all the clubs. It, yeah. it it's gone it's gone the whole the whole thing started a couple of years ago and it's gone farcical. Hearts are doing it with Hibs, Hibs are doing it with Hearts, Hibs are doing it with Celtic. It's gone through the board and obviously you no know, Celtic and Rangers weren't gonna have any empty seats when they're at home. But other clubs are willing to do this and I I, I it just baffles me that the the, the money men who are in charge of these and who own these clubs and CEOs and the board of directors are happy to sit in the stand and see seats empty all over the place. It I just it just baffles me. It really does. If I was one of those guys, I'd be going, no, you're going in that stand and if you don't like it, then that's your own problem. But that's where you're going when we're playing Celtic and that's where you're going when we're playing Rangers. Because we've only got three we've only got three thousand season ticket holders for argument's sake. I think as well, Celtic serious, seriously need to look at like some kind of ticket swap, that ticket stub thing. If you if you're not going to the game, you can sell your ticket only. Yeah. Because I see every time you, I mean, there is there, I yeah. uh, there really is. I mean, mm-hmm. every game. I mean, yesterday, even on the telly. I mean, I would try to get a ticket for yesterday and that, and I couldn't get one. But even on the telly, there's empty seats sitting there. Do you know, mm-hmm. there's no need for any seat at Celtic Park to be empty. Do you know no. what I mean? I mean, I mean, fair dues, there are people, I mean, don't get us wrong, there's all these weirdos on Twitter that want to make money to sell Celtic tickets and that, but if, you're, if you've got a season ticket and you can't make a game, there should be a, a Rangers Day, a, day a seat, seat hub or seat stub or something, I can't mean to what it's called, and you can sell your season ticket terms to... To somebody, Rangers deal day or but you sell your season ticket, you get a couple of pound back, and they they buy the ticket, and Rangers make a couple of pound out of it. So the seat's no empty. Mm-hmm. But it, that's, yeah, how, but it, that's how Celtic fans were getting these tickets last the other week for the Derby game. But it, but it's but it must it must be easy to do. But as you said, Mark, if I was if you're a season ticket holder, and for example, lads at home here are season ticket holder, and they can't go to the game, he said, you contact the. And just two lads known, or oh, we'll go over, we'll get the ticket off you. And they have a season book. And for, as you say, for argument's sake, you contact the, the ticket office and go, Look, I'm not going, but I'm selling my ticket to 
this individual and they have a code or whatever it is and they go up to the shop thing and they have the code or whatever and they're giving a the ticket or whatever it is. I don't know, whatever system is there, you but it's not that difficult. You, 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 don't, you don't need to know who you're selling the ticket to. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I, that, I, but it's just a case of, look, I'm not going to game, but I'm throwing my ticket for sale. I don't know, it's a, I say a ticket, say £30. You maybe get £25, Rangers or whatever, get £5 out of the deal, but it's really, the seat's full. You've not lost any money out of it and somebody's getting to a game. Oh, yeah, exactly, and that one hundred percent agree with you. It's not, it's not rocket science to do, like no. you know what I mean. It really isn't, like. But there is a, a hell of a lot of empty seats at Celtic games all the time. Yeah, well, in, in in Scottish football in general, it's. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I they, they try to sell the product that if you're looking at it, but the whole season, the whole ticket, I like ticket thing in Scotland, for the last. Four, three, four years in all the clubs is farcical. Uh, it's farcical. The whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone to a joke where it won't be far. It it won't be far away from me where it'll basically be nearly like when you're at home, it's just your fans and there's no away fans, only in certain grounds. Because even the Hibs match the other night was like half a stand, half a stand of Celtic fans, and then there was a load of seats beside them that were all empty, and they're like, "Why are they empty?" Like. Just you know, just Joe, so just give them, give them that area. I just, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't just know move, so I just understand it. Like, just move the area by area turns, and then put a line, a, a line, a couple of blank chairs, and stewards. And as you sell more tickets, all you do is move the, move the line of stewards and the blank seats out a wee bit. As you yeah, sell more tickets to the opposition fans. Yeah, you know, I, and you could see it. Hearts did the same this year. The Celtic allocation was way smaller than it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually, Mark, you probably know this. You know that security guard he saw at the Rangers game, the staunch security calling. Right. Why is he wearing football boots? How about Dano? He wears football hey, boots. How about I know that? He wears football boots. That fat cunt couldn't fucking run if oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine being Paul Allen's thinking, take you, mate. Uh, he's an, he's an MMA guy, Paul. You know, do you know what I'll give you an answer for Paul? Do you know why? This is genuinely why I think. For all you know, he could be wearing football boots for for argument's sake. If someone invades the pitch, there's a better chance he's going to be able to catch them in a pair of football boots and a pair of runners. That fat cunt couldn't make up the halfway line by if he chased me by. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if that was if that was a legitimate reason that if he's running. Well, I, in, I, I in, think so. Yeah, a pair of football. I just saw. I just saw. I just. I was thinking myself. Do you know who we're talking about? I only. I know who you're talking about. I was. Uh, I, was I was thinking about. Is, is this fella hoping? Guy thinks he's Kevin. Guy thinks he's Kevin. Guy thinks he's Kevin Costner the way he runs about. Yeah, what do you got a day, Paul, man? You're you're target in your back here, lad. I can't go off the Glasgow top. <laughs> That's what I can't do. <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be helping you, anyway. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ, he just always has a face in my... 
Ah, he's yeah. a wee fanny now, <laughs> but he's funny. He's like, I mean, the guy's still, he's still doing a job. That's his job to do that. I know he looks like a wee idiot and makes himself look a bit silly at times. But... No, yeah, but you don't wear fucking football boots. <laughs> 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 no one else is wearing them. Like you know, you know, you know. You'd, 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 you'd be surprised. I'd say you'd be surprised because, I, I, I would only assume it's for a pitch invasion. You know, I can guarantee you know that because of Rangers are so stuck for cash. He's not getting paid for a month. He's probably missing three studs in the booth because he's not getting paid by Vince. He can't afford to buy studs. <laughs> I, he'll be still getting paid for his fucking company. You know, walking down every fucking 12th of July where he's fucking orange breathing shit on top of it. <laughs> you, know? you had a bad day today, didn't you? I know, man. Paul, what's happening it, to me? Lads, <laughs> it's a time to celebrate. The Huns have been melting. Why, why can we not take the piss out of them? You know, the period, Paul. What's that? In your period. That was that. Paul. I'll swap you some HRT treatment for Slim Fast. That fuck's sake, but he could do the first thing I said. That's why he could. Who could? Me? The short. Aye, good job. I'll be in the next ferry earlier. That ginger GU Jimmy were going. You know, Jesus Christ, they charge off for two by the size of that bush coming on the boss. <laughs> that's what they would. Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, uh, I think we'll do a, we'll just do a veil of that. Then. That's a good time we just do a veil of that. Hopefully, uh, we're here next week. We're celebrating an, another another treble, you know. You know, and who knows who we're going to take the piss out of next week from the range. <laughs> I guess um, speakers land a wolf or something. <laughs> you know, don't start a wolf, huh? Jesus Christ, we'll all get harpies off the microphone. <laughs> That's what we would. You know, they, 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 like they'd be, you know, when it's sunny and you can see the dust flowing <laughs> in the thing, that, that, that'll be coming through the microphone. The harpies, the dust be coming through. Only God knows what we'll catch. You know? Come <laughs> We'll all be coughing. Oh. We'll all be coughing next week. That's what we were, you know. Big cold, so going into work on the Monday. What were you doing? I was doing the podcast by and fucking Lana Wolf was on. And I'm after getting harpies off the microphone. Ah, <laughs> oh. not to get me started in hard parents, by. I've tears rolling down my eyes here. Oh my god, man. we've got to not get kicked off of YouTube for us doing that shit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Terms, like, terms, to be quiet, Terms comes on to the very chat about Celtic ends, ends up involved in this fucking nonsense. There's like 20 minutes talk about Celtic and two hours about Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they would probably delighted with Dimension. Dimension might uh, make their profile bigger. You know? <laughs> That's what they will. That's it, lads. Uh, uh, thanks again man. for joining us. Uh, Mark will close the show. Hey, right, thanks very much for Terms. Thanks, Rush. Oh. I like that. I'm dead. He's serious. <laughs> <laughs> hey. oh. Thanks very much, Paul, for your absolute nonsense. Just nonsense all the time, mate. Terms, brilliant to have you back on. Great that you're keeping better than that. And honestly, God bless, mate. Love you to bits. Everybody joins in. Like, I hope you enjoyed it. Everybody that listens back, I hope you enjoy it, what we're doing. We're just 
after people talk about something. Paul, just Paul, this is Paul. Right. But again, thanks very much. Everybody that listens to us, come and join us in the forum. Join our Discord. Everybody that listens back, thanks very much for all your support. If you remember, hit the like button. If you know how, please leave a comment because it helps the YouTube algorithm. God, hail, hail, good night, and God bless. That was a good show, wasn't <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of the Boz and Bovel podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.